This week on Nintendo Main, we have Future Rascal here to talk about streaming. What the hell is Brawlhalla? Wow, can you believe this guy? Welcome to Nintendo Main, episode 146. We are your hosts. I'm Trey Pokemon Fever Johnson. I'm Jeremy Red Dead Waiting Mikowski. Mm. I'm John Troydvania, Mania Knitter. Oh, God. And oh, uh, wow. <laughs> as a special guest this week, we have Future Rascal. What's going on? It's going well. How are you? We're, we're good. Um, as we just I just saw you, uh, was it last week at the uh, at Kevin's uh, video game get-together at the Switch meetup? Yeah. And, and you were we're like one to... of our, I don't know, you were one of our first guests last year, so... I thought we'd have, have you back exactly out again. a year ago, actually. Yeah, because it, wow, really? it was like... Yeah. Yeah, it was around the time... Well, it was around the time of when the... I think it was like way after Splatoon 2 had come out, but yeah. We had John... What episode number is that? Oh, fuck. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I just know because I never used Skype, so I looked I looked in my Skype history, and it was like oh, November 17th or 13th or something like that, so... Oh, Okay. Yeah, no, I mean it's wow. Was it even like around that yeah. that time even? Yeah, it was, I guess. It was November. Wow. Well, yeah, you you were one of our earliest guests, and we thought we could have you on again and talk. And now oh, yeah. now that uh, Nine, episode ninety six. Oh wow. Yeah. So that was like well, that was within like half, but but it was probably at the same time. Does it? Did you find it on? Uh, did you find it on Spotify, Jeremy, or where did you find it? I was looking at Pocket Cast. That's the Android app I use. Oh, okay. Does it go back that far? Because some of them like cut off. It goes all the way back to episode one. Wow. Okay. And it has all the Wart radios and Honey Darlings on there too. Nice. Yeah. So '96. That was when uh, Rocket League and Doom came out. We talked about that before we had our interview with you. So that's uh, puts it in the time. But here we are again to talk about more fun stuff uh, as well. Um, so I normally ask this of all our guests. I actually hadn't done it yet when we had your interview before, but what's your favorite Nintendo game, Fuchsia? Animal Crossing. Of course. Good choice. And nice. that's, that is a good choice. I would guess that you're talking, uh, do you, I mean, you're talking the 3DS one, right? Or, or do you um, have a... All of them. I mean, probably New Leaf is probably my favorite, but I mm. played all of them and I really like, like Wild World before New Leaf came out was my favorite. Oh, okay. So. I really liked, uh, the ones that I liked the most is like, uh, the GameCube one and New Leaf, and I feel like they're kind of mm. similar. I think it was because of Cappy more than anything. He he really really <laughs> sells the game for me. Yeah, I um still play the GameCube one. Oh wow, really? Yeah, just uh, I, I play it on my Wii, and oh, I sure. used to stream it up until like the summer. Wow. So, yeah, yeah. up until you got the uh, three before you were able to stream the 3DS. Yeah, okay. I didn't have a 3DS capture card, so I streamed the old games, and then I got a capture card for my 3DS, and I started streaming New Leaf. Where did where did you get the capture card from? Japan. Did you have to? I, there's one company that does it. There used to be a company in the U.S., but there's one company that still does it, and it's in Japan. And I have to send my 3DS out there. It's really expensive. Oh wow! And then they have to install it and send it back. Yeah, it's worth it though. I mean, if you can stream stuff on the 3DS, that's pretty rad. 
Yeah. Like I waited a couple of years to do it because, you know, it was expensive and I needed to make sure I really wanted to do it. But uh, it was a good decision for me. I really enjoy streaming it. So. For sure. So yeah. something they have to install on the 3DS is not something you can just plug in somehow. Yeah, it's um, it's like actually soldered into the board of the 3DS. Mm. Wow. That's commitment. Yeah. And you don't you don't like hardwire it to your computer, do you? Like for it um, yeah, stream. like I plug it in through USB. Okay, weird. So is it like, does it go in through like where the charger is or like, how does it work? Um. So, yeah, so I have like an old style 3DS that I got the capture card installed on and um, they have like a NFC reader bit that is no longer oper- operational because they had to take it out to install the oh, okay. USB bit. So, oh, so you um, can't, but like... if you get... If you get it installed on a new 3DS, apparently it's different. Oh, okay. Do they have to, like, take out the Amiibo the scanner or whatever? Yeah. Or is that a different yeah. NFC thing? So I can't scan I can't scan Amiibos on mm. this 3DS, but I have, I have another 3DS, so it's not a huge deal. Mm. Um, but, like, I didn't know that when I got it installed, but I have a new 3DS, mm. and if you get it installed on that you can still scan Amiibos and everything, but I just scan my Amiibos on that one and then transfer whatever I need to my other one. Oh, okay. Do you, uh, do you carry two 3DSs with you? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Cause I That's just, awesome. I got, I, I got two, <laughs> yeah. I got stu- two street passes, passes from you. Too? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I got, I got Trey on both of them yeah. last week. Yeah, no, cool. you know, last week I got two street passes that looked very similar and I'm like, are those, is that from two 3DSs? <laughs> Yeah. It's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, I carry my two 3DSs, my Switch, and sometimes my laptop with me everywhere. Yeah. Um, so I can always game wherever I am. Of course. Yeah, that's that's the way to do it. You got everything do you capture covered. through your laptop? Um, I can. I don't. I, I normally just do everything through my desktop, but I can, um, especially since like capturing 3DS is not resource intensive. So I can do it on my laptop, and I have in the past. Cool. Um, before before I built my desktop, so you're like but... fully mobilized to like you know post some game capture whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah so. Should mm-hmm. try you should try to do that for one of those for one of the meetups. Like you and Kevin can like uh, battle for streaming. Like he'll, yeah, he'll stream actually, his stuff. So I actually run well. a video game group at my job. Um, I work with homeless youth. So I run a video game group there to like provide some entertainment and community mm-hmm. building for them. And so I'm planning on like bringing my laptop in so they can do some maybe YouTube shenanigans with that. So. Oh, cool! Sure, yeah, that's super cool. Weren't you? Uh, I think uh, last week you said you were going. You're planning on getting Mario Party, like the new Super Mario Party for them. Yeah. Did you end up getting that? Yeah, I have not yet because I, I just moved and I have a lot of furniture to still buy. And so this week, instead of buying Mario Party, I made the responsible adult decision to buy a mattress. Oh. And yeah, that's not as fun. No, yeah, it's no, not I understand. as fun. But... <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Did you, have you officially started that game group with them then? Yeah, we had our first meeting last week. Okay. So what did you guys did you guys what we did you went, guys play? Uh, we played Mario Kart and uh, Super Mario Odyssey. So cool. So like, uh, you guys just handed the controller around then for Super Mario Odyssey. I take it. Um. Well, Super Mario Odyssey actually has like a co-op mode. Oh yeah, um, yeah, with the so, hat. Mm-hmm. So we played that. 
<laughs> okay. I mean, I don't know. I don't really know a whole lot of homeless people, but they probably know. I mean, they know what the switch is. I'm sure, right? They've like probably seen it before, or do or do they not? Yeah. Like, you so work this with? actually started because, um, well, I work with mostly youth who are 18 to 21. We work with as young as 14, but most of them are over 18. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of them are like they grew up seeing consoles with their friends or at their friends' houses or whatever. And this actually started because one of the kids at my job saw all my Splatoon stuff because I have a Splatoon hair clip and a Splatoon backpack and everything. And he saw all that and he was like, oh, I love Splatoon. He's like, I watch it on YouTube and Twitch all the time. And I was like, oh, have you played it? And he's like, no, I could never own a console. So... Um, so I was like, you know what? I'll just bring my switch in and let you play. And I let him play for an hour one day. And it was like the best thing ever for him. Wow. So that's how it started. Very nice. <laughs> so like, oh. you, would you like say that the switch is portability that, I mean, that's kind of a no brainer, but like that, that was able to help you share that experience because of its portability. And yeah, I mean, it was definitely easier. Um, uh-huh. but I mean, I went to lands with my Wii U, so, mm-hmm. um, yeah. Portable console is relative to me. Oh, I can sure. Okay. Bring everything wh- wherever I go. But, like, I went to lands in, like, Boston with my Wii U. I just flew with it. So <laughs> everything's portable to me, except for my desktop. I mean, if you can if you can plug in the Wii U, you can make the Wii U portable. That's what I always thought was yeah. funny about that system. Yeah. But, yeah, the Switch was definitely easy because we didn't have to set it up at a TV or anything. Mm. So. So you guys did like tabletop. You didn't have you didn't dock it or anything like that. Yeah, we're we're going to like we're going to have it set up at a TV, but just this was like a very spontaneous thing, so um, we didn't that time, but we will. Nice. So uh, aside from uh, Animal Crossing, is that what you've been playing mostly recently? I know Splatoon? Been, yeah. Or, or uh, no? Uh, well, I asked you what your favorite. Your favorite. Back to the oh. favorite Nintendo game, Animal Crossing. Um, um, as a follow up, right is that what you've been playing mostly? Um, right now, I've just mostly been playing a lot of The Sims, actually. Okay. Um, which is not a Nintendo game, but I am it actually making Animal Crossing in The Sims. So um, <laughs> that's that's my current project. I started it um, in like July. I was just like really bored with the lack of Animal Crossing, like the sure. new, lack of new Animal Crossing. So I was like, you know what? They won't give me a new Animal Crossing game. I'll just make it in another game. So mm-hmm. I've been making like all the shops and everything in The Sims. So that's what I do. That's mostly what I stream these days. Nice. People love it. That's great. Yeah. Are you able to make uh, like characters that look like Animal Crossing characters or is it mostly just like the interior design and stuff like that? Um, I, yeah, I've been making like, so what I've been doing is I've been making the NPCs, um, like all the shop owners and everything. Mm-hmm. And then I've been making the shops and buildings for them. Mm-hmm. Um, so I haven't made a lot of the NPCs yet because making the buildings takes forever. Um, so I made, I made a bunch, but I haven't made all of them. And I'm not making the villagers because I'm doing like a specific challenge that where I'll be naming all my characters after the villagers. Um, but that goes into like heavy Sims talk. But uh, but I've been making the NPCs and they, they like I can get them looking fairly like the characters in Animal Crossing. Mm. So. Do you have so are, so the Nooks are there, right? You have like the whole Nook family. As Sims I do or no? have the Nooks, yeah. yeah. I mean, the Nooks, Isabel and Digby, uh, Reese and Cyrus, um, the Able Sisters. I made Tortimer, and I made a nice, like, little retirement beach house for him. 
Um, and um, I made Kicks and Red and Celeste and Blathers. Oh, so okay. Far, so. Nice. I really want to see Sims Mr. Rossetti. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have not made Rossetti yet, but I will let you know when I do. Thank you. And uh, Sims, uh, I would say, give it time on. This is Sims Four, right? Is that what? Yeah, this is Sims around? Four. I would say, give it time on the Switch. I mean, there was there were Sims games on GameCube. There were Sims games on DS. So, I mean, I don't. Yeah, it might come around. That good on the GameCube and DS, oh. though. I like the GameCube one, like the first one. I played that one. That was like <laughs> the only real like Sims that I played because it they kind of like made sort of made it console like. They gave you like uh, goals and stuff, and, like mm-hmm. where you could. Uh, you know, we could get like farther, and I played that one the most, but yeah, but yeah, were... it just played very differently from like the free play of oh, for sure, the, yeah, of the computer version. The herbs was on there too, that was, that was the DS one, <laughs> yes, I remember that. And yeah. uh, my Sims was on the Wii. Oh, okay, so, I was gonna say, I bought a uh, a copy of Link's Crossbow Training at a, at a thrift store, and I'm like, why did I buy this? I already have a copy of it, but it was like a buck. And uh, so I took it home, and like when I opened it up, uh, there was a copy of My Sims Racing. Oh wow, <laughs> My Sims Racing. Yeah, so I got a bonus game for free, and it, yeah, it's like a Mario Kart clone with, I guess, like a different version of me, pretty much. The My yeah. Sims. Yeah. I never actually played My Sims because at that point I had given up on like Sims on console because mm. it just not was not what I wanted. Um, so like. I didn't play my Sims. Also, Wii days, I mostly just played Animal Crossing and Mario Kart. Sure. Um, but now in Sims 4, there are like a lot of references to my Sims in it, and nice. everyone's always talking about it. I'm like, I have no clue what this is. You got uh-huh. to study up. You missed out. <laughs> I know. You should have been enjoying all that third-rate gaming back in the day. <laughs> Well, uh, with uh, I mean, Civilization's like out for the Switch, right? Or it's coming out soon. I mean, I feel like if that's on there, then Sims is probably next to go, right? I don't know. Why it not? is on Xbox and PlayStation, and apparently, like the Xbox and PlayStation versions play very similar to uh, the PC version these days. So yeah. we'll see. Yeah, I don't know. It just seems like everything's you know everything's pretty much a surefire <laughs> for Switch. Like that's kind of mm-hmm. where they're at, as long as it's not too like graphically intensive and all that. You know. Yeah. Is uh is there any games that you bought recently that uh that you want to talk about? You um, I don't think I bought any games recently. Oh, okay. Honestly. What was? Um, I've just been playing like I've been replaying Stardew Valley a lot on the Switch. Mm. Um, we we talked about that last by time you were here too. <laughs> playing it again on the Switch or playing it after um, having played it elsewhere? No, you played it because I, I, I remember have it yeah. on PC and I have okay. it on Switch. And but I've mostly put time into it on the Switch just because like the portability is really yeah. nice for me because I'm super busy and running all over the place all the time and I don't have time to sit down and play computer games when I'm not streaming. Um, so I played it on the Switch. So I originally played it like I, I had a town or a farm on the Switch copy like when it came out on the Switch what a year ago now. Yeah, and over, and yeah. so like I played it really intensely for like a month and went through like all the story and end game stuff and then didn't play it again until this summer. So that's mostly what I've been playing since cool. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I loved Stardew Valley. Um, it's definitely in my top three, probably like most time spent games on the switch, but I like pretty much just stopped playing after I like had a kid. 
Yeah, like, that was when I stopped with my first yeah. one. Like now I'm doing like challenge farms, so like only doing um like jelly or only doing like wine or like fishing or whatever. So right. so I'm doing you those. So you can't even like do like traditional crops in that since you just have to manufacture the whatever I mean, it takes to make jelly. Yeah, like just for when you're when you're starting out, you kind of have to do those things just to get started and also to complete the community center. But um, like oh, right. when your when your farm gets more advanced, like you can just specialize. In Once things. you get sprinklers, that's what changes everything. Yeah. Huh? yeah. And sprinklers were like godsend when I like. <laughs> I was like, I don't want to get sprinklers; they're so expensive. But like, it was so so worth it. Yep. Yeah, I was gonna say. Actually, last year, uh, you guys. I remember you guys talked about Stardew Valley and how <laughs> you got into the conversation. how the. Um, have, I don't remember that. Yeah, yeah, it was in there at the beginning. I listened to it. So, not, yeah. Episode ninety six. I just like went like yeah. yeah, I went ham on that game for a while. So it must have been about a year ago that Stardew came out. <laughs> yeah, because you guys had talked about how when when you had the kid was pretty much the end of the game. So yeah, that's when you had both stopped. <laughs> so yeah. So it's coming coming back around again. I've gone back and checked it a few times, but I just get overwhelmed because I had like a routine down every day of like the way I'd set <laughs> stuff up. I don't remember that routine, so like I'm like, oh god, I like I'm wasting a day by like checking it out again, which is kind of stupid. I should just waste a day and get back into the <laughs> the flow of it, I guess. But I still I'm just kind of like, eh. yeah, my past self would be so pissed at me right now that I don't know what the hell's going on. Or you just start a new farm. That's what I do. Yeah, have a I different. Could. I could start at the bottom again. Now that I have like. Although I, mean, I will I was, say, I when you when you start a new farm, fishing when you're brand new to fishing is really annoying. Yeah, I thought uh, fishing sucked on that game. Like from what I played of it, like I didn't understand it. But I, mean, I like it yeah. like when you level up more, but yeah. when you first start out, it's awful. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't get it at all. I was. At I don't the know. Time I, I got around to fishing, I was leveled up enough that it wasn't. Well, I like fi- I like fishing. But it, did, it did throw me for a loop the first like fishing festival I went to. Mm-hmm. I, I like fishing for the most part in most games, so it's kind of like I think I went straight to that pretty early, and I was like, "What's what's up with this fishing? Like, this is weird. I don't get it." So it kind of took me. I don't know. I, I fell I fell off uh, I fell off of um, Stardew Valley pretty pretty quickly. It reminded actually I had just been playing the uh, Game Boy Advance Harvest Moon, so I, I it kind of. It's kind of the same thing. I know it's better, but it was just kind of seemed like the same mm-hmm. thing to me. So I kind of fell off of it fairly soon because I was playing it on Wii U. I was playing like the Friends of Mineral Town on Wii U, which I really like that game. Mm-hmm. But I, it was like too fresh in my mind, I guess. But a lot of those games, like, a lot of those games, when you get a when you have the kid, that is pretty much the end. Like I did the same thing in Harvest Moon '64. Like you get married, same with real life. A, you like get married <laughs> and you have a kid, and it's like, what do you do now? It's like, and that would when I was when I stopped playing, I felt like that was like the end. But a funny thing, actually, about kids and Sims that I, that I just remembered is on the Sims game on the GameCube, I got to the point where you would have kids, you know, because every time you slept in the same bed together with your wife, a kid would just happen, you know? <laughs> Not every time. <laughs> in, in, the, in, the, in the GameCube, it would. <laughs> like, it would totally happen. Like, well, unless you already had one. But uh, but my Sims, they would get upset because the baby cried all the time. So I would take the baby and put it outside of the house so my Sims oh, could yeah. sleep. And uh, then they would come get the baby, and that was basically the the last that I played of the GameCube one was just putting the baby outside so my Sims could go to bed, and then the 
and then the people would come and take the baby away and then the baby would appear would appear again because I sleep in the same bed and it was just this <laughs> this cycle that I that I did with that and yeah that's, that's my like a really <laughs> fucked up god of a world being like oh what you don't like the baby crying I'm gonna transport it outside now you gotta go get the baby oh by the way you're pregnant again <laughs> well I, mean, I would just I would just put the baby outside and then like the baby people would come and take it and say that I was a shitty like parent child and all protective that. services yeah yeah they'd come and take you're the baby trying away. to do that Moses yeah. story over and over again yeah. <laughs> That's what I remember from uh, from the GameCube Sims. Hopefully you're not doing that with kids. Well, you probably don't have kids in there yet in 4. I mean, there's no kids in Animal Crossing, so it wouldn't really like fit, I guess, for the town that you're I, making. Yeah, I don't really play. I'm mostly just a builder. Um, so I will actually be doing... I'm starting a, like, a Let's Play challenge for my YouTube, but I haven't started it yet. So oh, okay, when cool. I do play, I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing because I don't ever play. I just build. Oh. Will you be playing in the same builded world, built world, or will you be like starting fresh for the last yeah, play? Yeah, that's actually like why I'm building all this stuff because okay. so what I'm doing it's called a legacy challenge, um, and there's a bunch of different legacy challenges, but I'm doing an A to Z challenge, which is basically like you follow a family for 26 generations, and every single generation you name after like the corresponding letter of the alphabet. So okay. like. You have a founder sim, the first sim, and my founder sim's name starts with an A. Her name is Aurora, and she'll have children whose name starts with B, and their children will start with C and everything. And so what I'm doing is that I'm naming all of the children after Animal Crossing villagers. Ah. And and then the world is going to be populated by all the NPCs and everything. Okay, I like that. Yeah, so I I used to, like... I don't know. I went through a period of time where I played a lot of Minecraft on PC and was playing like on modded servers and stuff. And they would have like these challenges that would basically be like a checklist. And it'd be like, you're saying like in Minecraft ways, I don't know. I'm kind of sort of getting what you're saying here. Cause it'd be like, uh, get four of each species of tree or something like that. And so yeah. like, however long it took you to do that, you would complete the challenge by doing mm-hmm. that. And you could check it off the checklist and like, so I guess, Within the world, like, is it is it something like is it a mod where you're actually physically doing something within the game, or is it like there's just an unofficial checklist and you're proving it through your YouTube video? No, it's it's like all just me. <laughs> um, cool. They can be like there's a lot of um, fan created challenges. Um, I'm doing a very very casual like legacy challenge. I'm just trying to complete 26 generations of a family. Mm. Um, that's basically it. There are a lot of challenges with a lot of rules, but I just want to do something simple, um, just because I I really don't play that much. I used to play like in Sims One and Sims Two. I used to play a lot, but I also tend to just do the same things over and over with every new character. So it's like this will be something to get me to do something different for once. Um, gotcha for sure. Yeah, no, it makes it a lot more entertaining in that way, I guess. Yeah. Does, does it take a long time to start generations? Like you said, you wanted to go like, I don't know, or can you speed up time in Sims? I don't know anything about Sims um, nowadays. You can, and it does, and it doesn't. It depends. It depends like how you play, really. Hmm. So for sure, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like I said, I don't really play. I mostly just build. I can tell you how long it takes me to make a make a mm-hmm. shop in The Sims, and that's about two streams normally. So mm-hmm. six to eight hours oh, okay. <laughs> to make a wow. to make a shop. Oh wow, that's a pretty intense. There must event. be a lot of lo- like yeah, a lot of detail. 
that you're yeah. able to create. That's pretty cool. And it's also like because I'm specifically like making Animal Crossing in the Sims, like is a lot of creativity because like, well, this is in Animal Crossing, but it's not in the Sims. How can I kind of try to recreate that mm-hmm. in the Sims? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm sure on your that... stream, are you just like you have two windows? Like one is a picture of the Animal Crossing building you're trying to build and you're just trying to. Copy yeah, like I actually, um, because I ha- because I stream my 3DS a lot, um, I just pull up my 3DS feed on my stream. So I have it like in the little, like in a corner. I have my 3DS window capture in a corner so I can just, re- like, I can refer to what I'm making. And so my stream can see what I'm making. Um, because originally I was just going off of like screenshots that I just pulled off Google and um, I was missing a lot of details and I had to go back and fix everything. Um, so this is just better. Like I can see exactly what I'm doing and it's, it's nice. Plus then my stream gets to listen to animal crossing music. Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> oh, very nice. Yeah. You should uh, work in some KK slider stuff in there. I guess it would have to be on Saturday <laughs> unless you change the calendar, but always nice to have that in there. Mm-hmm. Did, uh, did you guys pick up any games this week? I didn't pick up any. You and, I uh, did. Oh, it, you did. Huh? Did you did you hop on the hop on the place like shit, but people still like it, Train, Jeremy? I want to be part of the the. the I just want to be Why? there experiencing the game with all these people that are talking to me about it. So for yeah, 60, I bought Red for Dead, but I haven't been able to play it yet. Yeah, because it's ninety. I think it's like ninety three gigs. Yeah, that's. A, that, I should have I mean, just it, went out and bought it, but I I downloaded it. I mean, that's a pretty pricey amount of money to just play it, just to be able to talk to your friends about it for like. Well, you know, I mean, however long it takes before you get bored of it. Simplification of what I really, I, I want to play it. I loved GTA Five, and yeah. this is the closest thing I have to a sequel to that right now. So, I'm gonna play Did it. You played the original Red Dead? No, I haven't played any of the Red Deads up to this point. So, okay, yeah, I, I know at least five people who bought it, and everybody, they, they all just say the same thing. They all just go, "Oh, like it's so good." They're like, "Oh, they can't even like find right. the words." Mm-hmm. They're all a loving th- it. Everyone I've know. heard is Whatever. like it's, it's yeah. a it's a killer app for next generation consoles. I have a PS4. I haven't done that in a long time where I've tried to buy like a current gen game. So I'm just like, well, fuck it, I'll try it this time. And I already did it. And I was kind. Of, admittedly, I was drunk when I bought it. Oh, so I was in a, like a slightly uh, inebriated stage. You're like you're like I, I want you're like I want to be a cowboy. Damn it. Pretty much. It, honestly, it was that. I was watching some videos where these guys were like cooking over a fire, and I'm like, you, I heard you can do that in Red Dead. Yeah. I want to buy it now, and you can kill a bear and make stew out of it. My my friends that I've talked to about it actually are like the other way, John. They're like, the control is total shit, but it's still fun to play. It's basically what I've heard from everyone that I've asked about it. Is that it plays, I've watched enough reviews it, that it plays to like, know that it's yeah, like, It plays it's shitty, but it's game. still cool. Like They're like, oh no, it's it looks so great, but the controls suck. Like it's somewhat say, polarizing, right? Yeah. But whatever, I still want to try it out. And it's like GTA Five, where there's going to be more content. And they're going to have like a whole online mode and all this other right. stuff. So I do look forward to checking that shit out in the future. But for now, I just you know whatever. If I hate the game, that was dumb of me to download it. Seriously, if I was going to take the gamble, I should have went and got the physical copy because then I at least could like cut my losses a little bit if I re- resold the game right away. But uh, yeah. 
I'm kind of stuck with it now. And it, last I checked, it was uh, 60 gigabytes out of whatever, 94 downloaded. So What is it, like 90? 90... I'll have it sometime, sometime tomorrow. What is it, like 94 gigs? Like how, how big is it? It's or, a giant. Is it 94 file. gigs? I mean, that is that that's a lot of gigs. Is that really? It's a chess file. Yeah, I mean, it's like yeah. the... It's like cutting edge triple A game. That's like all of your. That's like the whole hard drive of the yeah. PS4. I've got like next to nothing on there. I've got Last of Us and Journey. I think is all I've got on my hard drive. Mm. So Yikes. it's filling up the, pretty much the rest of it. Because I think those are only like what two hundred fifty gigs or something like that. Like when you get them, I don't know. Or like five hundred. Yeah. Okay. Stock size. Yeah. When I got mine, I basically installed all the games that I had, and that was all of the memory, and that was like four games. So yeah, but uh. Yeah, I mean, hopefully you like it. I don't know. I just, I don't, I really don't, I don't really don't like cowboys, really, or westerns. So it's not really. I kind of do. I played. I, do. I played the original. Well, I played the. It's actually not the original Red Dead. It's the second Red Dead. This is actually technically three the Red Dead. One, Red right? Dead three. Right. But uh, I played. I played the zombie version of it because it came in some uh, Halloween package that I got for PS3 for really cheap. I played it for like about ten fifteen minutes, and I was like, oh, this game looks cool. And then I never played it again after that. It's about my history of Red Dead, but I watched. Uh, I don't know. I've I've listened to people talk about it. I guess it's it's here. To, it's funny to see all the videos and stuff about people like people accidentally punching their horses and stuff. Basically, so like <laughs> the same reason I kind of wanted to buy Spider Man, or at least play it for that open world part. Mm. That's why I care about Red Dead. Sure. Because I just hear you can fuck around in the open world and like just do some crazy shit and like to me that's more important than the shootouts and all the cowboy stuff. But supposedly that's knows? the most we'll sales, yeah. Supposedly right. That's we'll the see. most fun part. Yeah. It, it's a it's a sandbox and it's like, you know, all souped up and triple A, like I said, from like a, a studio that's been working on it for like five or six years. Yeah. And supposedly people are like, you know, Working like these crazy long hours to make it like might as well check it out and see what's what's so special. Sure, yeah, I uh, I think I, actually the only Western game that I did I do actually have Gun on GameCube. I bought that game. Do you remember that game? Gunman Clive. No, just Gun. It's called yeah, Gun. It was made by the. Uh, I actually also have Gunman Clive on three on 3ds. The first one, not the second one. But yeah, no, I did have that the the Tony Hawk one, the Gun made by NeverSoft. Yeah. I was gonna say if I was actually excited about Red Dead Two, I could play that as a stream or something. But I really didn't really care about Red Dead. But yeah, hopefully, hopefully you like it. I don't know. <laughs> not, not to give. I it hope shit. so. Not like, to give it I shit, mean, but I mean, I just. I, I, I went think, out on on the limb. I haven't yeah. bought a full price game in a long time, so. Mm-hmm. I have. I have. This I have, is where I have two. I took the plunge. I have two full price games to buy in the next month, so. I'm not really. <laughs> it's it's, it's right. not really there for me for any. Well, else. I'm gonna buy Smash, but that's the yeah. only one I really care about in the next yeah. month. What's the other one you're buying? Let's go next week. Oh right, Pokemon. Let's go. Which one are you gonna get? Uh, I'm still probably gonna get Eevee. That's what I was. Uh, and my middle name that I said earlier when I said I had Pokemon Fever. I've been playing. Uh, I've been playing a Gale of Darkness on GameCube. If you, ah. if you remember that game, the the last console R- uh, Pokemon RPG. And I also started. The one you got the faulty copy of that one time. Yeah, the one that I got the scratch copy from. Uh, what was his name? Jaden something or other. Get that kid. No, I'm kidding. He actually he actually gave me my money back, and I sent him the game back and all that. Yeah, it was this kid that was uh actually met him at that arcade thing the same time I met Billy Mitchell for the first time. He he was at that one, and I bought and I bought this uh yeah Gale of Darkness for like thirty bucks like without the case, but it was scratched to shit, so it didn't work. But but I ended up finding a way to get in touch with him, and uh, he actually did email me and sent me my money back and all that. So. So no offense to him, but yeah, no, I, I have been playing it, and it's a, uh, it's weird because I've never played the game before, but I felt like I had already played it before, 
And I realized that a lot of the same, ta- a lot of the towns are exactly the same as they are in the Pokemon Coliseum game that came out for GameCube, which I did play. So like half of the game is like deja vu because I've already been to these towns. It's like the same town, like the same music, like the same map and all that. So like half of it is like recycled from the earlier game. Uh, and then half of it is new. So it's really weird. <laughs> like I was like, I'm playing it and I'm like, man, this seems like I know this song. Like, I, and I know I haven't played this game, but I know all these songs. <laughs> like I know all this because you like you, you catch like shadow Pokemon and you like play with you like play with them on your team for however long, however long it takes for like their shadow meter to go down. And then you take them to the special rock and they get turned into like regular Pokemon there. And I remember doing all this before. And that's what you have to do in the first one. But in this one, you get like there's a shadow chamber or whatever. Anyway, it's that's what, that's what I've been messing around with. That were game. those the ones where like they made a big deal out of that you can take the Pokemon from other trainers or something like that? Yeah, yeah, you steal the Pokemon's from trainers. That's basically what you do in there. Because there's no there's no grass. Like you don't actually find any wild ones. Well, you can kind of find wild Pokemon. You leave like Poke Treats in certain areas of the game, and and they'll come there, and that's how you find the wild ones. But it's not like the GameCube. It's not like the Game Boy one where you could just walk through the grass and find one. So basically, the ones that you catch are you. We find ones that are like mistreated or whatever. They're called Shadow Pokemon. So it's okay for you to steal them from trainers while you're fighting them because they were mistreated or whatever, and you take mm-hmm. them and nurture them back into their regular Pokemon self. So yeah, I've been I've been playing around with that just to you know in in, in anticipation of the Let's Go stuff, and it's it's pretty fun. And uh, and I started playing Moon again. I actually played through like three trials in like a day. So I was like, oh cool. So Moon, yeah, Pokemon Moon on oh, 3ds. Okay. Yeah, not not the first person shooter on 3ds. If that's okay, yeah, that's game. what I was thinking. Yeah, I, I have that game, but I got stuck on it. But uh, but yeah, that's what I was playing around with. Have you been playing anything, John? Yes, I've been playing the Messenger again. Yeah, Messenger yeah. Report. I picked it up um, probably two or three times throughout the last week, but then really yesterday I, I, I jumped in uh, quite a bit. Or was it the day before? Yeah, I, I played it for a couple hours. Uh, I got really pretty far. I think I think I'm near the end. Seems mm-hmm. like I'm getting there. Maybe. Um, what, what did you do last? What was the last thing that you did? On I'm there? collecting the music notes, and I think I have four or five. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. I mean, that's kind of like the second half of the game. I think is a lot of it collecting the music notes. Right, right. Yeah. So what I'm finding is like, I'm definitely into the Metroidvania part, and what I'm what I'm finding is you know, go, going into my intro. What, what did I say in the intro? I can't. I'm, finding, <laughs> I'm having trouble with, with the with the hints. This is the part where the guy is giving out hints, and yeah, I'm yeah. finding that they're they're very vague. Mm-hmm. No, they are. And luckily, there is a system in there where you can buy. You can basically buy the the location instead of It'll point you where, where, to go. where the guy yeah, is yeah. talking about. You can buy a pinpoint on your map. Right, so I'm doing that instead, and the shopkeeper even because there's the guy who gives you the hints and they're so vague and whatever. And it was kind of a joke that he's he's trying to be all grandiose and everything mm. in the way that he speaks. But then uh, you go to the shopkeeper to buy the hint. He's like, oh, "Okay, oh yeah, what did that guy tell you?" And then you repeat the hint. He's like, "Wow, can you believe this guy?" So he, <laughs> I love how he just kind of undercuts him sure. all the time. It's pretty funny. Yeah, and so. Uh, I was getting a little frustrated with with that, but now that I'm just straight up buying the hints, I can feel like I'm not cheating because I'm not looking up codes or whatever outside oh, sure, the game yeah. or yeah. strategies outside the game. I'm using the system that's mm-hmm. built into the game to further myself. Have you so, got? Yeah. You've gotten to the point where you can like travel between time periods like all in one screen, right? Like where yeah, the gates awesome. are like on the. I love that shit. Like that part was so much fun. 
And it gets yeah, more like and more complicated the more you get into it. And like it yeah. changes time, but then you keep falling and then it changes time again. Yeah. And just like all the cool things that you can do or like little time bubbles that they have. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. There's a couple, there's some areas where you can, where you do it like two or three times, like in one screen, like that was said, that yeah. was really cool. Have you played? It the reminds Mas- me of Sky, a Skyward Sword. There was that level yeah. in Skyward Sword that did that. That was the first time I ever encountered, encountered that, mm-hmm. that in the game, let alone you know, that concept of like, having a space that can have two times at once. You can just like walk over here and now you're in the future or walk over there. Now you're in the fast in the, in the past. Mm-hmm. So that's what it was reminding me of at first was that, that level in skyward sword. Yeah. But this game is just like so stylish and just makes you feel so cool. Like the way that you move around and seamlessly jump from time to time. It's just, it's just awesome. I love this game. Have you haven't gotten to the part where you run into that like big monster, right? That chases you. Have you gotten to that part yet? No. Okay. I was trying to make it kind of vague so I don't spoil much of it, but that part's has a really cool part to it. That part's talking cool. about it whenever you get to it. I mean, the whole game was cool, but did that you ever... game was cool. I'm not worried about spoilers or anything mm-hmm. because it's like I'm finding this is one of the games that, you know, every 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 20 minutes or so that I'm playing, I'm finding something that's just like, "Whoa, that that was awesome." Mm. Um there's a lot of moments like that. Did did you play? A, have you heard of the Messenger Fuchsia? I think I mentioned it to you at the thing last week. You mentioned it. I haven't played it. I don't know if it's. I don't know if it's your style, but uh, it's it's not as similar. It's not like The Sims or <laughs> or Animal <laughs> Crossing. Oh, I don't know. I mean, but it, I mean, it's, I play other games. I yeah, just no, don't play them as intensely. Sure. Well, I mean, Splatoon <laughs> is completely different than Sims. Also, you know. So it's just. Uh, it was. Um. It, it's it's like a. It's kind of like a tribute to Ninja Gaiden, but there's also like, yeah. but there's more to it. Like you get to the point where you go from like eight bit to sixteen bit, and uh, and it's like a, it was it was pretty good. Like I, I I it was like on my list of top Switch games of the year. Like I I enjoyed it a lot. And mm-hmm. uh, for John's birthday, I got him a got him an eShop card so he can get it. And Jeremy's birthday is a couple of weeks around the corner too. So maybe Jeremy, maybe Jeremy can get the messenger also. I <laughs> get you an eShop card club. too. Yeah. <laughs> I want the uh, whatever the most expensive NBA playgrounds one is. <laughs> oh man, I'm just gonna give. You, I'm just gonna get you a card, man. Like you, you do it. What's the you one that's it. like 180 dollars? That's the game I want. <laughs> I didn't say I buy a game. I just buy an eShop card. <laughs> oh, what the uh, 2K? Yeah, 2K19. It's like or the lobster for, of video games. That's like you 100. Just, like, get it to something. be obnoxious. Yeah. Well, uh, the, I mean, this Smash Brothers is like 80 bucks too now. Or if you get like the full version with the season oh, pass right. and all that, that can be up there. The amiibo. Speak, speaking of which, uh, I know you're coming back up here for your birthday, Jeremy. But uh, how? There's another. There's another Switch meetup that week. Like just Kevin just announced it a couple days ago. That was a Smash one, right? No, it's the Pokemon one. He's doing a let's. Oh, he's doing okay. a let's go one on it's the twenty seventh. So, well, well, Smash won't be out. Oh yet. no, it's before Smash. Yeah. No, he's... Well, I was thinking the week of my birthday is actually the week that. I guess it's the next week that Smash comes out. Yeah. Well, Smash comes out on the seventh. Mm-hmm. So it's a week after your birthday, but yeah, no, he's Kevin's been doing it like a month, like been doing it like after it. I'm wondering when he's going to do the December one because I mean Smash comes out on seventh, and most of it's been at the end of the month. But like the last two weeks are basically like New Year's Eve and oh, Christmas, yeah. so it's like maybe we'll have it before Christmas. I don't know, but uh, yeah, no, they're doing well, yeah, a, Christmas and New Year's are on Tuesday this year. Yeah, or Christmas Eve or whatever. Well, no. Christmas, yeah, yeah Chris- Christmas and New Year's are on. Yeah, Christmas Day is on Tuesday and. Because this year I don't get any extra days off of work because I'm off Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Mm. So I just get kind of screwed by those holidays this year. Don't get the bonus day off. But if you wanted to, if you wanted to extend your trip again, 
to here. You could try to make it up for that Tuesday, you know, the Tuesday meet meet up again because you're going to be here the thirtieth, right? And that'd be just like three yeah, days. Yeah, so before. what is it like the twenty seventh? Yeah, because you, uh, I'll see what I can do. Because I am taking that week after off, but I haven't asked for time the previous week off. Oh, okay. Because yeah, it'd be like then it would be like the twenty seventh through the thirtieth. I don't know. I was just going to mention it. Just hey, I'll, I'll see what I can do. And I like but the. Also, I don't have the game. I don't know. If you love it, I might buy it, but we'll we'll see. It's still kind of Pokemon. Let's see, but I'm getting psyched about it. So because I haven't really let's played see. a, I haven't really played a Pokemon <laughs> game in a while. Yeah, but that's I, also kind of the point of the meetups. If you don't have the game, you can just try go it play it with people and see. For sure, yeah. I'm wondering what he's going to do with it because I guess you could. I guess he could set up some sort of Pokemon battles or whatever, but. I don't know. It doesn't seem like that much of a party game. Like I like Pokemon. I just never really got into the competitive side of it. And I understand some people are really, really into that. But I always like just like the RPG side, like just collecting the characters and the stories and all that, you know. But we'll see. Oh, makes sense. He'll work something out. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure he has. You get the Pokeball too? No, I'm not going to get the Pokeball. What? (laughs) I don't need that. What's wrong with you? I don't need that, man. That's the thing you've been dreaming about since Pokemon first came out. I have plenty of I have plenty of toy Pokeballs already. I don't. I don't yeah, know but you always wanted one that worked, and you could feel the Pokemon <laughs> and moving inside of. Yeah, right. So I could shake it. I'm not that crazy, but I need to be like, oh, uh, hey, oh my. yeah, I can feel that captured animal. Be like, hey, my, there's my Alakazam and, in there. That actually would be kind of cool because Alakazam's my favorite, and I could carry it around. No, I'm not. I'm not gonna do that though. But no, I'm really interested. I think it looks cool. I mean, it's a it's a remake of the original game. I like the original game, so you know. Mm-hmm. Of course, we'll we'll be covering that. The, I mean, that's coming out right before Thanksgiving, so I'm sure that'll be our Thanksgiving episode. Will be Pokemon Let's Go. But uh, yeah, yeah, I actually never played the original ones, so are it'll you, be fun for me. Are you interested? Are you planning on getting a Let's Go, Fuchsia? Um, not right at release, just because like I'm going to Canada next week. Oh, okay. and um, and then it's like holidays and everything, but soon, eventually. Mm-hmm. I will get it. Yeah, I think it's a. I don't know. I think it looks interesting. I like some of the stuff they're they're doing. I like that. I like that you can see the Pokemon like in the grass mm-hmm. now. You don't have to search for them. I kind of like how you can just how you don't have to weaken them now. Now you can just throw the ball at it. You know, I don't mind that stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'm really yeah. I'm really interested to see which way they take it because I don't really like. I, I didn't really care for Pokemon Go that much, but I do like Pokemon in itself. So. If it and it's supposed to blend both of them, like the regular traditional Pokemon series and like the ghosts and like the uh, cell phone game, so it's like hopefully it's a little bit heavier on the on the uh, Pokemon series and less on mm. the Go. You know, is what I'm is what I'm hoping. But but what they what they've added in there from the Go, I think is okay. You know, I don't mind like not having to wear down the Pokemon because I've been doing that on Gale of Darkness and I forget how annoying it is, especially like before you have like false swipe. You know, where you could like hit him, hit him a bunch of times, they don't die. Because I don't have that move for any of my characters in Gale of Darkness. And I've accidentally killed like probably like 10 Pokemon already just trying to weaken them, you know, to catch them. And since you have to get them from trainers, like some of them you don't see ever again. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, you beat that trainer and now they're gone. So you just didn't get that Pokemon. So that's kind of annoying in that sense for that game. But I'm interested. I'm interested to see what they do with it. And maybe some of it will carry on to the next game. And. And if they, and I'm sure they're going to have like the global trade system and all that. That was always really cool. Like once they started incorporating the internet into the into the Pokemon games, to where you could actually like trade people online. I thought that basically made them so much more fun because then you don't have to worry about which version you have. You could totally just trade with people online. 
because people will put up put up whatever character and you can just and you can put yours up too. It's like a Craigslist ad, you know, you put it up there and wait for people to respond to it. It's fun. So I'm excited. I hope they keep Wonder Trade in there too. Wonder Trade was the best. Where you just randomly throw a Pokemon out and randomly get it get one back. I got a lot of really good stuff for uh for Pokemon X and X and Y through that. So I got a lot of trash. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> you can get a lot of trash too, but in X and Y I actually got all of the I got all of the starters through Wonder Trade. I haven't got I haven't gotten any good ones in uh Moon, but I'm still kinda early in that game. But but X and Y, like I I got like all the original starters, like I got like uh like Charizard and uh and like Squirtle and uh, and Bulbasaur and all those guys through it and I got all the starters of the game too, so you know, there was actually, you know, people were making, were having the, having them with ditto or whatever and throwing them out. So, so it was, it is possible to get good ones. I don't know if people are doing it anymore. Maybe everybody figured that out. Now they're just throwing trash out, but, but I did get some cool shit from that. So I'm hoping that some people will be good, be good in the wonder trade route, but yeah, no, it'll be a, uh, it'll be fun. I mean, it's a good game to take on the go too. Like I'll be traveling as well not to canada but i'll be going to like to family members houses and all that it'll be my it'll be my trip game we'll be uh we'll pokemon let's go so i'll, I'll be playing that for thanksgiving yeah it's- actually the the other reason i'm not getting it at launch is because a new sins pack is coming out next week so i'm buying oh, okay. that instead sure but um but it's also coming out while i'm like the day after i get to canada and i won't have my desktop to play it on and won't be able to stream it so that's kind of a bummer Oh, for the Sims, yeah. If you if you skip the Sims one and just went for Let's Go, you could play Let's Go while you're in Canada. <laughs> but I need the Sims back. Just buy that when you get back from Canada. But you can't play it. Buy a bunch of Canadian make... dollars. Yeah. But it... Just make Pokemon Let's Go in the Sims. Yeah, that, that'd be. I mean, it's, if you can, I mean, it, it can be done, right? I don't, I don't know that much about I Sims, guess but you could make it. There's someone who's made Eevee with the cats and dogs pack. Oh yeah, I, sure. I bet there is. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, for sure. You can kind of make, yeah, you can kind of sort of make them in there with that. Well, do you guys, do you guys want to talk uh, news really quick, and then we'll take a break, and we'll get into the sure. talking about streaming and stuff. Here is the news. I promise you, it's the news. Cool. All right. Um, there's not not a whole lot of news coming up, but oh wait, hold on. The biggest, the biggest news of the week. I'm sure you guys saw it. Let's hear it. But uh, and I know, and I know you're like super excited about it. Urban Champion is coming. To arcade yeah, archives. <laughs> no, it's totally coming out this week. The game that everyone hates. You can play the original arcade version of Urban Champion. I've never played Urban Champion aside from the NES version, so I am kind of intrigued by it, even though it's kind of stupid. But yeah, this week, uh, Urban Champion Arcade Archives is totally coming out. Sweet. I didn't know there was an arcade version. I thought it was just an NES game. Oh no, it was originally an arcade, and actually looks—I don't know—it looks fine, but. I actually I have some extra money laying around on my Japanese account for uh, the Switch, so I might just do it just to play a uh, Urban Urban Champion because I have like I think I have like thirty bucks like in my Japanese account that I just haven't used. When, what year What year did that come out? I'm trying to figure out where is it lying the in the history of fighting games. Urban Champion. Yeah. When did that come out? I have no idea. I would guess. I mean, Mario Donkey Kong was eighty. So do you think it was pre Donkey Kong? I think it was after Donkey Kong. The arcade. It, it's just always just kind of like uh, I mean, it's 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 like the butt of a joke for most things. Uh, right. Nineteen eighty four was Urban, Urban okay. Champion. Yeah, inspired by Game and Watch title boxing, also known as Punch hmm. Out. 
Uh, speaking of speaking of Game and Watch, did you guys hear about the uh, controversy about the uh, about the Game and Watch thing on uh, yeah, Smash Brothers Ultimate? Yeah, yeah, that's another news story. Apparently, uh, part of one of the moves was like Ford and B. I think, like mm-hmm. uh, Mr. Game and Watch would turn into an Indian or to a Native American, and they had the the feather Cause, on there. Because I think, yeah, I think Game and Watch used the hatchet as his like uh, whatever that move's called, the forward B, the smash move or whatever. And yeah. so when he did that, just for that moment, that frame of animation, the, there'd be a single feather on his head. Right. Yeah. Well, there's I think also this was a reference to a, an old game and watch game. The, it was mm-hmm. about yeah. It was like uh, cowboys versus Indians, and the Indians like are burning things. Like there's there's a there's a flame involved in it too. I saw I saw the uh, the sprite for it. But, okay. But they removed. So it's, so it's got more. Yeah. Okay. There's yeah. more to it than just the. Yeah. It's what it's referencing. Like. Yeah. Right. More, it uh, was. Um, they apparently thought better of it. Yeah, they basically they they got rid of the feather, so the feather's been removed, yeah. and uh, it's basically yeah, it was called like fire, it was fire something or other, but apparently in the um when they re-release it for Game Boy way back when they took the feather off as well, so it, oh. I mean, it's weird that they brought it back for uh, Smash Brothers and and, and that kind of so was it a melee? They got rid of it. I I don't know, I don't think so, but you know like those game and you know those Game and Watch collections that came out for like mm-hmm. Game Boy and Game Boy oh, Color. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was one that was in there that had that game in there, the one that they're referencing, and they did actually change it into not a Native American character, so they did switch it up for that one. So it has been used in the past, and they changed it because of its offensiveness. But yeah, that's uh that's something. I guess there's a patch coming out right after Smash Brothers comes out, like to fix that. So I thought that was an interesting news item there so you know. it's cool it's like it hasn't been released yet why can't they get rid of it before why do you have to patch after i don't know i don't know i yeah. wonder if they've already printed up printed games uh yeah, yeah. maybe it's about the physical version or whatever maybe i don't know something like that uh speaking of smash brothers there's also uh do you see that i know you you posted in our message group but uh do you see that mm-hmm. that a uh, wireless gamecube adapter that they have. Yeah, that's awesome. Eight eight bit dough is making this uh it's like a cylinder that you plug your GameCube controller into and it it'll basically automatically make it a playable character or make it a playable not character, make it a playable controller on yeah. your on your system. And I guess it would work on multiple Switch games, which is cool. But right. not not only that, but you can plug in uh Wii remotes and yeah, like yeah, the, old, the old classic controllers and mm-hmm. uh that's Super your, Nintendo your, as well. Your, your SNES Classic and NES Classic controllers. That's true. Yep. Yeah, it has the same plug for that, so you could use it. Yeah, for that, and you could also use, um, actually, more importantly, uh, the uh, the the big arcade stick that I have, the Tatsunoku versus Capcom ar- arcade stick. I could use it for you that because that. it's the uh, it's the Wii plug. Yeah, nice. Yeah. I just thought about that just it's, now. It's only twenty bucks too. Oh wow, this whole thing. Yeah, no, I'll get it. I'll totally get that thing. The only thing I is wish it, it would have more. Though. It looks like it only has one yeah. plug for a controller. So if you want to do four, you'd have to get four of these things. Yeah, that's what I was saying. But, that's the only thing you can only use one at a time. But maybe it's better yeah. than, than doing it that way. I don't know. I mean, can you imagine having four controllers like all hooked into one wireless thing? It might be – I'm just saying it might be kind of cumbersome. It might be better for everybody to have their own that the controller plugs into, be. I guess. I don't know. Depending. I wish that the official Nintendo one was wireless. So, like the, the way that it's set up now, I guess I have to. You'd have to have your system docked in order to use mm-hmm. the official one. Yeah, yeah, you, you can't would. use it wireless. Which no, I primarily play my Switch wireless, just with my my Tri One. So true. Yeah, that's kind of a letdown for me. Yeah, but unless there's some the sort of like USB to USB C adapter. Yeah, 
Yeah, but it's like I yeah. might just get this thing. But um, I don't know if you can use. I know you can use the uh, the switch dock like while the switch is in sleep mode to charge things, but I don't think you can use it just in the. I just I don't think you can use just the dock to power things. But I guess it wouldn't. It probably wouldn't work like if you had the switch out of it anyway or in that way. Mm-hmm. But but no, I like it and I like that it's only twenty bucks too. That's that's a great deal. And now thinking about because I've been trying to find a way to incorporate that arcade stick into my switch and now i can because now this is uh, the way yeah because now i can now i can actually use it for that uh 30th anniversary uh street fighter collection that uh that i don't play as often as i, I imagine should. so i've seen people you know commenting about this on different forums and stuff you know saying there's gonna be a lag like anything wireless is gonna have a lag I it's mean, not gonna be no any way around it so it's like, not gonna be any we're just used to than, using wireless yeah. switch controllers already hmm. so i can't imagine if it's directly converting the analog input into a Bluetooth signal, then it should be the same amount that we're already used to, mm. as far as because like uh, especially not, since yeah. yeah we've used our eight bit dough controllers. It's not yeah it's not going to be any laggier than uh, yeah than, than like the the pro controller or the Joy Cons you know it's it, it's just going to be as yeah it'll be the same as any other wireless. I wonder if it'll support the Rumble. I would I would think so. I don't know. So I mean. Must be providing power to the controller as yeah, well. Yeah, because it would have to power to it, right? Yeah, it's got to have a battery in there or something. Well, it would have to to transmit anyway, but I'm wondering right. if it's transmitting power to the controller as well, or it's acting as like whatever they call it, like you would call like for a record player, the preamp or whatever they call it. Mm. Oh, like yeah, something yeah. Something to boost the signal. Sure, sure, way. yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. Mm. I mean, I guess that would be adding more money to the uh, to the already big price of the of the uh, Smash Bros. Ultimate because it's like Smash Brothers, sixty plus the twenty five. That's uh, eighty five plus uh, mm-hmm. one of these. That's you want to get a GameCube controller for that's it? One hundred and five. Yeah. Well, I already have like I already have a bunch of GameCube controllers. I don't need that, but I guess if you were gonna buy one, on top it would of be that, funny to plug the Wavebird. Um, yeah, right. <laughs> receiver into yeah. it and then just like have an extended range. Yeah, I actually did that. Wavebird. I mean, for the GameCube adapter for Wii U, I actually used Wavebird on it. I like totally use the wave, you know. I just plugged it in there. I was like, "Yeah, wireless." Because I, cause I like this wave. Burn. I still use yeah. it all the time. Yeah, yeah. You, you use oh, your my wave. Burn. I lost the dongle. Like I had the thing for maybe a month. Oh, you can I, buy them. Somehow I lost that dongle. You can buy separate dongles if if you need them. I've looked it looked into it because I have three wave birds and one of them doesn't have a receiver. But you can buy them for like around twenty, I think, on eBay for just a regular. Receiver. Add that to the cost of Smash Brothers. Yeah, yeah, right. You see it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. One of those guys. I, I yeah, I got it. You have it ready, right there. Yeah. Because we, uh, whenever I play uh, GameCube with Jess on the in the living room, we use those. We use white birds. So that's basically been that yeah. one. And my GameCube stuff, I play in the in my office stream room or whatever. I use that corded, corded in because it's close enough. And this eight uh, bit dough thing, by the way, this is called the G Bros. G bros, one word. Yes. G B R O S. G bros. The G bros. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, it's a weird, it's a weird name for it, but it makes sense, I guess. But it is for Nintendo, which are you know great at weird names. Yep, <laughs> that's there. They pride themselves on that. Yeah, eight bit do G bros wireless adapter. It looks weird as itself, but it's fine. I think it's pretty cool. I think I'll probably get this. Yeah. I mean, I, I like the I like the cheapness of it. It depends. It's on... It's a fairly elegant solution too, because it is you don't have to. Like for instance, for my Super Nintendo, I had to like actually take the controller apart. With this, you just plug the dang thing into this adapter thing. 
yeah, it's just right. a yeah. You just sync it, or maybe yeah, you just which isn't that hard, probably. I mean, it just has a couple buttons on it to to sync. Yeah. So, and they even styled it like a GameCube controller. It's all indigo and it's green and red buttons. Yeah, nice. Made it all purple. Are you uh, are you a Smash player at all, Fuchsia? No. No, <laughs> you haven't got into Smash at all. <laughs> I'm really, really bad at Smash. I never played it until um, the last one came out. Like, I, and I didn't play it growing up, and I have no clue how to play it. To the point where my friend and I both um, are really bad at it. And one day, like, we tried playing and trying be the keyword, and we like stood back to back to each other and like punched the air for a solid minute. Mm. Um, we're really bad. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> well. <laughs> but the kids at my job swear they're going to teach me. Yeah. It's, uh, I mean, Smash Brothers, uh, it's, I mean, it's very simplified compared to like Street Fighter and stuff like that, but there's still a lot of complications to it. But you yeah. add the platforming to it, which you don't have in Street Fighter. Though. Yeah. Well, it makes Yeah, it... everyone's just like, it's just button mashing. I'm like, well... Apparently you button mash better than I do. Well, you also like you have to button mash, but you also have to like like what Jeremy's saying is you also have to like keep yourself alive. Like if you're playing stock, you yeah. can very easily accidentally kill yourself and then you're out of the game like very early. You yeah, know? it's more like I don't understand the techniques at all. I don't understand any of it. So, mm-hmm. well, it's got a lot of like one player mode stuff that I think would help you yeah. get mm-hmm. kind of familiar with the mechanics at least. But I'm I'm right there with you. Like I played it heck. Heck, ton of uh, brawl or not brawl, uh, uh, melee when it came out. So you know, sixteen years ago now or whatever that is. But because there were so few GameCube games to play, play the shit out of that right. game. Mm. Oh, so yeah, yeah. Uh, now that there's so many other games, and and subsequently that's the way it's been for every Smash since then. Yeah, I've never just like completely like gotten into a Smash game. Therefore, I'm not that good. And I don't know if I was ever good at melee, but I think I was better at that one than any of the others. I think that's another thing for me because um, I know I'm not good at Smash and that's okay. But coming from like being a competitive Splatoon player, like I'm used to being good mm-hmm. and then going to granted a completely different game, a completely different kind of game. But like all my Splatoon friends play Smash and a lot of them played Smash competitively before they went to Splatoon and like they all know what they're doing. And then I'm over there like, falling off the stage for no reason whatsoever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. Does it, does it intrigue you at all that Splatoon characters are a part of Smash now? Does that help you <laughs> um, that help sort of yeah. in any way? Not really. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> nope. It's That's just Nintendo putting their brand all over the, the game. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, de- it's still completely different than, than Splatoon, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, but yeah. I mean, Isabel is going to be in it now. Isabel, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's also a good, it's a pretty good uh, representation for Animal Crossing in there. So mm-hmm. I like that they're bringing in so many characters, and it's it's crazy because it's like, I mean, Villager in itself was already weird, but well, I guess there's only two now, right? There's only two Animal Crossing, just Isabel and Villager. Yeah. Or is there more? No, that's it. Oh, okay, but still, I mean, just the fact that they're both in there and they're comp- and they're different characters is pretty crazy. Because Animal Crossing characters are so not fighters in any way. Even mm. though I would love to see K.K. Slider in there as a fighter, where he just beat you with his guitar. With his guitar. He yeah. just <laughs> smashes it on your face. Rossetti just gives one. you stern looks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, add, add it to the pile of the Smash Brothers stuff. But I'm sure if I mean if you end up coming to the uh, Smash Brothers uh, meetup event, you know you can always try it there as well. 
for Kevin's uh, I play games thing. Once I get to that, I've already started building a Smash Brothers uh, playlist for that. So nice. It's uh, I'm you know Smash Brothers. It's pretty easy because it's most of the stuff. But I have all the soundtracks for all the previous Smash Brothers, so I've just been going through those. So I started building that before I started building a Pokemon one, which I haven't done that yet. But I'm farther <laughs> along on the Smash Brothers one. That'll be something to look forward to as well. That game that we've that we've talked about, uh, that other guests have talked about, is on sale on the eShop. I know this is a news item for me, but the Late Shift is nine dollars. Did you ever play? Did you play that game, Fuchsia? It's the like Late Shift. The Late Shift. It's like a FMV game no, that never everybody heard of likes. It. I was hoping that you would play it because you would be the third guest to say that it's great <laughs> on this. That's been on this show because <laughs> because uh, uh, two of our other guests like both said that it was a great game, and I and and after like. After they had released, um, what the fuck's it called? Night Trap, yeah. After they had mm. released Night Trap, I was interested in playing an FMV game, and now it's on sale. I mean, it's on sale to the fifteenth, so it'll be on sale till next week. And I don't have any cash to buy, get it? to buy games right now, but I'm gonna get it next week, yeah. Once I get paid, because I'm I'm in the dumps for cash wise, so I can't really buy any games. But I did get that free game, Brawlhalla, which we mentioned at the very beginning. Yeah, what the hell is that? I don't know. It's a. It's sort of like Smash Brothers, but it's like a cartoon Smash Brothers. But I played you don't it very like... briefly. I did notice one one big thing. I was played that one you match. Infinitely jump on the wall. Oh yeah, yeah. You can like a. You can do like a Mega Man thing on the wall. You can do uh-huh. like the wall jumps. So if you're like falling down a pit and there is a a wall nearby, you can get all the way back up pretty easy. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it felt like yeah, kind of a dumbed down Smash. Yeah, and a, and a free one with Rayman in there, but you don't get Rayman at the beginning. You have to. Well, I went to either a, pay to like, trial get... run, or I don't know. I went to some like practice mode and mm-hmm. let me be Rayman. Oh, okay. Because I went to because when you start the game, it shows Rayman there, and I went in there, and it was like it count. It costs like fifteen, sixteen thousand, like whatever the in-game currency is, and I think I had like two hundred. Something like that. The game looks like a damn mobile game. That's what I don't like about it. Right yeah. off the bat, like it presents itself. It looks like it's supposed to be on a phone. Sure, or maybe it is. Because you, from the very intro, from the very opening screen, like of play, that it's trying to sell you extra money or whatever. Mm. This well, just kind of strikes me as like they meant to release it a long time ago, but <laughs> they're they're kind of like down to the wire, and like they have to release it now because Smash Brothers. You know, like one week later, nobody's gonna care. Yeah, everybody's anticipating Smash. Well, I so, mean, it's it's free. Uh, uh, yeah. Brawl Out's on sale too, so they're probably doing the same thing where it's like, hey, uh, get Brawl Out now if you really, really want to get Smash Brothers. You can get it for for cheaper, right? You know, which you get I yourself really confused about the controls. Yeah, yeah, but I don't know. It's uh, yeah, Brawl Hall is out. I don't really, I, I doubt that I'll play it again other than this. But <laughs> you know, it's out there. It's you free, it so free. you have to you pay your download fighters or something. I imagine or was yeah. How, how do they make money? I think yep. I, th- I think you buy the in-game currency probably. Like so, if you want Rayman right mm-hmm. off the bat, you can you can buy like a bunch of you know kind of like you do in Fortnite that that yeah. type of thing. Did you did you mm-hmm. play any of the like Halloween Fortnite stuff, Jeremy? Did you get around to doing that? I, I wanted to, but I missed no, it. No, I booted up Fortnite yesterday, but there wasn't anything special. And I guess there was yesterday. a cube or something that happened. I don't know. There's always shit going on in that game that I miss. But I guess there was like a mode where there were zombies and shit that you could play. There was like a whole bunch of computer players that you could kill aside from uh, just like fighting each other. It actually seemed fun. It was like one of our streams you said that, that, that you wish that there was a sort of a one-player mode where you could just get used to it and just shoot computer people. And uh, they finally had it on there. I didn't I didn't get to play it, but... I know they're doing a thing where like it's like combining it with 
the NFL. Oh yeah, you can get commercial you can get, for that earlier. You can get jerseys. It's basically. Yeah, I don't know is. if it's just jerseys or if there's like an actual like football mini game or something. But. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, all I saw was jerseys. You have to assassinate John Madden. <laughs> yeah, he's he's the he is the Fortnite or something, something like that. Speaking of assassinations, it was an assassination, but the original, the guy who Mario was based on, we missed this last week, but the yeah. guy who Mario was named after died. The oh, no. the original he Mario Sigali. Yeah, he was like the landlord or something of of uh, Miyamoto. Like, what was the story about him? How yeah, he was uh, the landlord of Nintendo of the original building. Apparently, he, I guess he he often wore suspenders. So that's sort of where the idea of the overalls came from. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember hearing something about Nintendo was late on the rent, so he came in and yelled at them for rent. That's about all I've really heard except for that also um he threw a turtle shell at him he threw a turtle (laughs) shell at him you know know, it was a big mess you know he he uh, jumped on somebody also but no no i I heard that he he pretty much stayed away from the limelight he never really liked the association with mario because he was a successful real estate developer multimillionaire in his own right and he didn't he didn't want to be associated with with nintendo (laughs) yeah for sure but yeah he uh died at 84 so the original Mario has gone. Yeah, we we forgot that last week. He's um, gone to the Sky Kingdom. Yeah, he's he's in the uh, he's in the cloud <laughs> land now. <laughs> that's, that's all right. He's up there throwing shells with uh, Yamauchi and uh, Iwata. Uh, also, apparently in the news, uh, Nintendo's hiring people for a new Zelda game. That's not really that big of news. They're always making a new thing, but you would expect they yeah. were, they started working on that game like before Breath of the Wild dropped. Yeah, well, they always do that. I feel like they're always working on the next game once the new one comes out. So, but yeah, yeah apparently... the job listing was posted on Nintendo's website, and what was the posting for? It was for like a level editor, yeah, or something. It was for like dungeon designer, topography. <laughs> the dream would be they just use the same engine so they can crank it out quicker and just like maybe have better like focus on the dungeons and maybe like bring back some more like linear progression to it, even though the open world was what made it so fun. I don't know. But what I if they brought like items back that you needed to beat dungeons? I would, I would like Basically, if they did some sort of Majora's Masky type thing where they just make it more darker and based around days. I don't know. Kind of like add some yeah. kind of crazy new mechanic to it, like time, this, time travel or something like that. I guess this would be the Switch's Skyward Sword. Like the Wii, like the Wii had, you know, uh, Twilight Princess, but it was really uh-huh. developed for the GameCube. Yeah, yeah. That's I think a lot true. of people often forget. I, I often forget that this was not a Switch game. This is a no, Wii U game. It is a Wii U game. And That's why I got it on Wii U. <laughs> yeah. yeah also, so the one they're making right now, this is the actual, the real Switch Zelda. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a level level designer, I guess. That's what they're looking for. Also, uh, apparently Smash demos will be at Best Buy soon, so we should be able to play the game fairly oh, soon. Oh, nice. Smash Smash Brothers Ultimate. Should have mentioned that earlier when we were talking on our Smash Brothers thing. Kirby Star Allies is getting an update, which uh I kinda played that game, like played it like in a day and then just haven't returned to it. But they're basically adding like a whole like more game to it. Like there's gonna be a second mode that takes place at the ending of the game. So I might have to re download it and try that. Like they're actually a- adding new content to it. Like a whole new whole new like hard mode, but it's actually a new game as well. It takes place at, after the end of the first of the first story. So I'm interested in checking that out. I might have out. to ignore Kirby all over again. <laughs> well, I know you don't care. But uh, stuff that we all care about, uh, they're adding new NES games on the 14th of November. So that's coming yes. next week as well. 
what is it coming up again this month? Metroid, Metroid, and, Mighty yep. Mighty Bomb Jack, and Twin B, which which I, I saw a post which today is kind of weird. Yeah, uh, from Nintendo, it was be on the lookout for Mighty Bomb Jack and Twin B later this month. I'm like, aren't you guys also releasing Metroid? Why isn't that part of the tweet? Well, the way I looked yeah. at it, they had like hashtagged Metroid, so it looked different in the the way the font. I don't know if you saw the same tweet as I did, but mm-hmm. like, like they they listed Metroid as hashtag Metroid, and then like oh, okay. out the other titles. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. That's what it, whatever listed. tweet I saw. But um, so do you guys think there's going to be another fourth, some kind of surprise mode, kind of like the oh, Zelda one? Thing. Oh, like the, that'd be a cool trend if they keep maybe. that up. You know, definitely if they do that again this month, then we're going to throw in a remix it. of something like. Uh, yeah. Well, I thought I, I thought I had heard talk of them being like a maybe a special Mario mode or something like maybe something where you start with the second quest or whatever where you start like already beaten it. Like, I thought I had heard talk about that before, so maybe that's what they'll do. I don't know. And maybe they'll throw in Lost Levels, or Super Mario Brothers 2, rather. They should. Yeah, they should yeah. throw in Super Mario Brothers 2. It would be nice if they put, like, the Japanese version like they had on the Wii and all that. Except you don't have to pay for it. You can actually get all of the torture for free, or for $20 a year, rather, I guess. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that... Did you... Um, Have you not played Splatoon as much now, Fuchsia, because of the uh, online mode for the Switch? No, that's nothing to do with it. Okay. I, um, I know, I figure it probably I wasn't. I really but, don't yeah. play Splatoon much anymore, just because um, I don't have the time, really. Mm. I'm more into other games right now, and also, just like, I quit competitive at the beginning of summer. Okay. Um, just because I had a lot going on in my life, and my team disbanded, and like my team was like my team, and I mm. loved it, and it was like all really good friends, and I just didn't want to replace that experience. Mm. So um, I had my last tournament in Wisconsin in the beginning of June, and um, I haven't played competitively since, but all my friends still play competitively. So, and I just like, I was taking it, like, I took it really, really seriously. And I was just like, I don't know how to not take it seriously. Mm -hmm. So I just really, I stepped away for a while and now I'm just like, I don't have the time for it. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) uh, my friends keep asking me to come back and play with them every once in a while. And I'm just like, well, I manage like, I don't know, once a month. (laughs) Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are you, did you? I uh, just downloaded the update that came out last night, but mm-hmm. I don't know when I'll actually get to play it. Did Did you spring for the online service and all that? With the yeah, Nintendo? okay, yeah. yeah. I have the nice um, family plan for me, myself, and my work. Oh, okay, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you can make it a lot cheaper in that way. Well, see, I'm planning ahead because when Animal Crossing comes out, oh sure, yeah, you can have different saves for each profile. So then I can have eight Animal Crossing towns. Oh, wow. Thinking thinking in advance of uh, having all that. Wow. Because right now I have seven. I have seven different copies of New Leaf. So Jeez. Ha- having <laughs> wow. eight Animal Crossing towns is not out of the question. Wow. That's, uh, that's dedication for sure. All right. Well, uh, that's all I have for the news. Do you, do you guys have anything else that you know of? If not, no. let's, if not let's take a break. Oh, there was an article in Variety interviewing... Chris Melodandry, the guy who's going to direct the Mario movie. Oh yeah, what is he? Did he say anything important about it? He didn't really reveal too much about it. Only to say that um, he wants to involve Miyamoto. That Miyamoto is involved, mm-hmm. and that's important to him. I guess uh, I forget things. I read it a couple of days ago, but mm-hmm. yeah, look out for the Variety article. It's a short one. 
Yeah, here it is. Yeah, he says, a variety. Uh, we, we are keeping him front and center in the creation of this right. film. Um, and he basically, yeah, doesn't want it to be like the other Mario movie, which, uh, which why not, man? That was a great one. Don't want it to be like the, uh, the Bob Hoskin one. Of course, he is working on the Grinch right now, so mm-hmm. that's what that says about him. <laughs> probably, yeah. Probably mad that he didn't make it into Smash Brothers. It says that the movie could be in theaters by 2022. Wow, they they could have like a new Nintendo system by then. That could be Switch Two time, twenty twenty two. One concerning thing to me is no no offense to Pharrell, but the later half of the article talks a lot about Pharrell and his relationship with you know his business partnership with him. I'm like, I I don't want Pharrell to do the music for the Mario movie. Like, if that's what this is leading to, yeah, I I, I, I don't want. Well, to you didn't like, like Happy. Well, I mean. Koji Kondo should do the I, music I, I, I for Mario. I don't want to hear the, the remix called Cappy. No, I don't. Because yeah. <laughs> I'm Cappy. Yeah. Throw your hat at somebody if you... <laughs> yeah, I don't even want to go there. Yeah. All right. And, yeah. And, and, yeah, it's, no, no disrespect to him. I just don't feel like that style of music is at all fitting for, for Mario. And if that's... To be fair, he, he's got a pretty diverse portfolio. I mean, that was like his song and that song. But he's a producer. He's made a lot of different types of music. Mm-hmm. This is true. I mean, yeah, but if, if they're going to do on it in some 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 capacity, but I want Koji Kondo to be in the driver's seat on the side. Right. Yeah. No. If they want to do it right, have Miyamoto in there. Have Koji Kondo in there as well. Right. And Koji Kondo was like so excited. If you remember back when of like the Mario Maker stuff, he even made a new song for that. So maybe he'll make a new song for the movie. You know, that'd be great. It's true. Yeah. He yeah. made the. Oh yeah. He did the Man. Ghost House, the NES uh-huh. Ghost House, which the is NES a great Ghost song. House. Yeah, for sure. Before we go to break, let's uh, let's talk about the Black Friday deals real quick. Uh, J- uh, John, hot off the press, found some stuff. Hot off the press, yes. I just found this article. According to NintendoEverything.com, Walmart is going to have a major Black Friday deal. And I can just read a couple of these games off the list. For 35 bucks, you'll be able to get Donkey Kong Country Tropical, Free- Tropical Freeze. Nice. Kirby Star Allies, ARMS, Pocket Tournament DX, Lego DC Supervillains, Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate, Xenoblade Chronicles 2, NBA 2K19, FIFA 19, Skyrim, and Starlink Battle for Atlas. For 35 bucks. Shit. That's Skyrim and that Starlink. Yeah. Well, Starlink. There's more. (laughs) What what was the other? There was another. Yeah. Crash Bandicoot, Insane Trilogy, Carnival Games, Rocket League, Mario, and uh, Ra- Rabbids Kingdom Battle, oh. Dragon Ball Fighter Z, or Nickelodeon Kart Racers. And for $17, mm. Super Mario Land, Super Mario 3D Land, Ocarina of Time, Donkey Kong Country Returns 3D, Animal Crossing New Leaf, Zelda Link Between Worlds, Namco Ar- Museum Arcade. Oh, cool. Uh, Lego Worlds and South Park, The Fractured Butthole. Nice. <laughs> yeah, so I would uh, there. There's some stuff I would get in there. I would totally get Dragon Ball Fighters for 25. Uh, I've been interested in that game, but I didn't want to pay 60 for it. Uh, South Park I'd get for 17. I would totally do Starlink for 35. Um, if I didn't already have Donkey Kong, I would totally do Donkey Kong for 35. That's an excellent deal for Tropical Freeze. Same that's, with that's the, a very man, good game. That Mario Rabbits game. I've been yeah, Rabbits for I'll, 25. I've been on the fence about that game for yeah. a long time. Hey, now's the time. Yeah, if you want that's for twenty five. Yeah, twenty five. That's a good Friday, deal too. Well, online, online. You can get it online. Yeah. Well, Black Friday for me, I normally just go 
And if they happen to have it, then they have it, you know. But for all of that stuff, sounds great. Like I could probably get. I mean, you could probably end up getting like what close to four games for sixty bucks, like for the price of one game. Sure. So like, if I bought the games that I want, well, I guess if I got like if I got like uh, what was thirty five? Um, yeah, if I got Starlink, let's say I get Starlink and Dragon Ball Z, that's like two games for sixty plus South Park. That's like seventy. That's like eighty for three. That's not bad, you know, if I have the funds. But then I would have to get all these physical copies, which I don't like having physical copies for my games. But, you know. <laughs> but no, that's cool. And that's all you found was uh, Walmart deals there? This is specifically about Walmart, yes. Oh, okay. I guess Black Friday, what? That's two weeks away, isn't it? Yeah, it's coming up, man. Yeah. It's pretty soon. It's getting close. Cool. All right. All right, cool. Well, let's take a quick break, and then we'll be back and talk about streaming. Sounds good. Let's talk about streaming real quick. Uh, well, I mean, this is not real quick, but this is, this is our topic, of course. And uh, how long have you been streaming for, Fuchsia? Like um, on the regular? Two and a half years, but I only got really serious about it um, this spring. So before, I pretty much just streamed like competitive Splatoon, scrims, and tournaments. Mm-hmm. Um, but now, since I got my 3DS capture card in March, I've been more serious about it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I remember last year when we had you on the show, I think I saw, like, cause I remember you told me that you hadn't gotten, gotten through the regular, the single player of Splatoon. And then like, <laughs> I feel like the next day I saw you playing it like on Twitch or YouTube or somewhere. Yeah. Like, you, you were like already, cause you're like, I need to get into it. And then you were like already into it. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. No, she's actually doing it straight up right there. Yeah. I only did it because I needed to unlock the, um, special Octobrush, which is my main weapon. Oh, okay. Splatoon. So I had to unlock the special one from the single player campaign. So sure. And you can also get... finally, finally got inspired to do it. You can also get those tickets that'll give you like double the experience and all that. If yeah, you, I never if use you, those. I mean, if you need it, I mean, you're probably already pretty high up on the, I'm on like the how you level can get. prestige 35. Yeah. So you probably maxed it or I don't know what the cap is on that game, but I'm not sure. It's there close. is none. You can prestige. Now you get to level 99 and then you prestige. Okay. Um, and you can prestige like over and over. So mm-hmm. I know some friends who have prestige twice. Um, so I'm slacking compared to them. Was Splatoon in that list of uh, stuff on sale, John, from Walmart? No, it wasn't. Okay. Because I, I still think you should, you owe yourself to get that game, John. You're the only person on this podcast that doesn't have it. I probably should. You should get it. It's a good one. I think I'd enjoy it. Yeah. I know, it's a great game. I know Smash Brothers is. Come is on the horizon, but Jeremy and I still play still play the Splat pe- Splatfest whenever they come around, and I've put like 60, 70 hours in there. I mean, I'm sure that's I know Fuchsia has put a lot more hours in there, but it's oh, I'm yeah, saying that there's there's a lot of depth to it. Thirteen uh, hundred. Wow. Okay. <laughs> of Splatoon two only, I put about two thousand into Splatoon one. Wow. Yeah. So it's a it's the game that keeps on giving. That's how you get good. <laughs> you gotta play a bunch. So. uh 
So is that what is is that what started you streaming with Splatoon originally? Yeah, with the competitive. Um, originally, I actually got a capture card, like a, a capture device to just capture some funny things with friends in Splatoon. Oh, okay. And I had no intent of streaming or anything. And then I don't know. Just one day, I hit the live button and went live and just did it. You, you fall into it, yeah. And streaming sense i did not like take the right steps to do it at first like it was a mess at first but sure. um what i eventually got better and what are the right steps like what would you say that you need um, to take like if you're just starting out streaming um tell people yeah <laughs> tell people get people to actually watch your stream um network mm. so i had i had people who like watched my stream in theory but they were all also competitive splatoon players and the thing about splatoon like competitively like most teams practice at the same time most teams have scrims at the same time because a lot of us are either in school or at jobs during the day so we Mm -hmm. all have practice at the same time at night yeah so when everyone's streaming at the same time nobody's gonna watch your stream yeah so like i was networking but not in the right way Sure. Um, because nobody could watch my stream because they were streaming or they were in practice or mm-hmm. um, so everybody was like streaming and no nobody was watching no each other's stuff. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like I would do joint streams with people sometimes, but mm-hmm. mostly it was just like I would stream to the same like five people. Yeah, um, and there wasn't a lot of growth just because I wasn't making connections with people who could actually help me with Mm. that um, because Uh they were all doing their thing at the same exact time that I was. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, no, I've uh, like from, you know, the podcast was, was originally like the passion that I wanted to do from like audio recording aspect and all that, but everything, I know I've said this on other shows too, but everything kind of like spawned from there. Like once I started doing the Nintendo main podcast, I was like, well, I want, I need people to listen to the show. So, I was like, well, I need to do Twitter. So I need to do Twitter. And now I, and I start doing Twitch and then I started doing YouTube and like all the stuff, other stuff kind of like exploded from that. And uh, I think one of my favorite things to do is stream, but I like know like absolutely nothing about it. So it's nice to have somebody on that's actually done, done. I know you're, I know you're affiliated and you're, you're probably like, I don't, I don't know, like, partial of the way to partner also right on twitch um, partial i know it's yeah. uh i know there's like that that one the 75 percentages i can only imagine that's hard to, that's hard to yeah. get um yeah i can't even get three so you know <laughs> I, <laughs> I know i know how that is i think i'm at like 2.7 or whatever for the affiliate thing yeah but, i got affiliate when i first rolled out just because like i was streaming splatoon mm-hmm. And like I said, I was streaming to like the same five people. So I had mm. like five average viewers. Sure. Yeah. But yeah. My numbers never went up from there for mm. a year um, just because that wasn't. Well, I also didn't focus on streaming. Like I wasn't focusing on being a streamer when I streamed Splatoon. This was the other thing. I didn't really grow because I didn't try to grow mm-hmm. when I was streaming Splatoon because I streamed from a competitive standpoint where. I wanted to record the matches for my team for us to review later Sure. Um, for other people to give like us feedback on for us to improve later and for like tournaments for YouTube just mm-hmm. to have a record. Um, so like that was the other thing. But so I had some viewers, but that wasn't my focus. Mm-hmm. Um, it's only been since I started streaming this spring uh, with 
Animal Crossing New Leaf and getting into um, a few stream communities and like actually working on building up my stream mm-hmm. that I've actually improved my viewer count and now I average about 20 viewers um which is like a huge jump for me yeah yeah it's pretty good it's it's still not like partner requirements but I couldn't stream most of the summer because of my living situation I moved out to the suburbs for the summer and we did not have reliable internet every time I tried to stream the internet would go down at 9 15 every night Mm. um so that was fun Yuck. But um, so I didn't stream a lot over the summer, but I still got like a lot of followers and a lot of people who would tune in when I did stream just because I was actually reaching out to these communities and networking and being like, hey, I'll support you. You support me. Mm. It's great. And I found like a lot of really great people. Um, That's the other thing. Like I didn't just go into these communities just to be like, hey, come watch my stream. Like, I'm friends with these people. Um, And a lot of them got into streaming recently. So we're all supporting each other. We have our own stream team on Twitch and everything. Mm. So it's really nice. (laughs) What is is your uh, stream team? Um, So it's called the Plant Army. And it's um, just like a community from this one streamer, um, Misha. And everyone in the community that streams um, and a lot of them are new streamers. I'm a veteran streamer Uh compared to a lot of them. um, But, and so we just help each other out and we support each other's streams and try to um, promote each other and build up our streams. How how do you become a part of the plan army? Uh, We had, well, we're all part of the community, so you have to be part of the community. And then when applications are open, which they're not right now, um, you just apply. But right now is right now the applications are closed, Um, but you just have to like spend time in the community and get to know people. Do you feel like you just kind of like fell into it? Like you just happened to fall into this community, like organically, or was this like someone you were a fan of and you wanted to be, part of that community or do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's, um, it's someone I've known of for years. So Misha Mm -hmm. is actually like really well known, um, on YouTube and Twitch for her animal crossing videos. And, um, so I've known of her for years, but I never really, I never like, she started out on YouTube. She's only been on Twitch for about a year, I think. And yeah. um, she started on YouTube, but I never commented on her YouTube videos. It was only when she went to Twitch that I started. Mm-hmm. Not even when she first went to Twitch. But this spring, I started, like, actually talking in her chat. And it was just, like, a lot of people that I just immediately clicked with. Mm-hmm. So it was very, um, as you said, organic. And yeah. it's a lot of like-minded people. Um, and... We all have the, we all love Animal Crossing. We all have that in common, mm-hmm. and we like a lot of the games around like that same vibe. So it's is there nice. is there any kind of a culture around like the old videos, like maybe references that were made, like you speak? To, I don't know. Just I'm wondering how deep it goes. Like um, sometimes, like we make references, but not not so much. But like no. sometimes we have, um, we just get into these conversations about like oh remember 2014 animal crossing tumblr fandom because 2014 animal crossing tumblr fandom was like terrible Mm. (laughs) um so like we go i mean it was tumblr so it was probably terrible i i 
have good Animal Crossing friends that I met through Tumblr, uh-huh. but um, it definitely had some. But whenever depth. it rises to the forefront of, there's this thing on Tumblr. I, it, yeah, it, it's, it's really good. It's <laughs> but so, but um, not a Tumblr follower, I guess. But these people were all on Tumblr, and they eventually made their way to Twitch, and that's how we ended up like mostly connecting. So. Mm-hmm. So we laugh about the good old days on Tumblr. That's great. <laughs> nice. Do you? So I'm sure you've like. Do you have a set like schedule for when you stream? I mean, I feel like that's what most people need to have, right? Like for yeah, people to turn this in, just tune in. Really important for if you're trying to build your stream. Um, even if you can only stream one day a week, if it's one day a week at the same time, mm. people know where to find you, when to find you, um, and. Just don't cancel that one stream sure. and just keep keep at it. So I have a schedule. Um, I built it up slowly over time. So I now stream five days a week, which um, is a lot. But I also, like during the work week, I don't stream super long. I stream like two, three hours. And then that's on the weekends, <laughs> that's not long. That seemed, I mean, that seems to be about <laughs> then, like... That, and then during yeah. the weekends, like I do long streams. I've accidentally done like ten to twelve hour streams just because I'm having so much fun and not paying attention. So some, yeah, <laughs> some people go like really long, like especially like because I, I I don't know I, I'm com- like I said I'm completely new to streaming and I just find it mm-hmm. completely fascinating. So mm-hmm. I, I just try to figure out things as I go. And there's just some people I've just researched like certain games that I like to see what they're playing. And mm-hmm. some of the people that I follow that are you know that have like a hundred some people per stream or whatever. I feel like they stream for like eight, ten hours, like per stream. Like they get crazy with it, you know. Well, that's their job at that point, right? Yeah, yeah. So they do. Yeah, they work like nine. A lot five, of people are still working full time you know, doing yeah. that, though. I know that's a thing. Yeah, like, people yeah. really do grind. Like you have to grind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Like having to work a full time job limits your stream time, but you can use that time that you can't stream to improve your stream in other ways um like i carry around a notebook with me that i'm constantly writing down stream ideas like my schedule um like what i want to do for different alerts for my stream um what i want to do on different days and just any idea that pops into my head about my stream i carry around a notebook so even if i'm at work i can't actually work on my stream Mm -hmm. Um, I can't go live when I'm at work, but I can write down these you can ideas. Still think about it though. Um, what a but what? Oh no, I was just gonna say like uh, when you're talking about alerts, like what do you mean? Like what? Like what um, you would? Uh... So like you can have alerts pop up on your stream when someone follows, when someone mm. subs, um, when someone donates, mm. and you can also have specific alerts for like someone donates like. Three, $3.33. Mm. You can have a specific alert for that. And you can have a general donation alert, but when someone donates $3.33, you have a different alert. And uh, people like to have those different alerts and like find those alerts and see what they Easter are. Egg. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. But you want to make them, you also want to make them fun so that it's not just the one time they find it. You want them to like keep setting off that alert. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Do you uh do you set those alerts like through Twitch or do you do that through like your program through like OBS or whatever you're using? It's it's through Streamlabs, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, I always wondered which about that. Is the um the 
Well, I use Streamlabs OBS, which is the program I stream from, but okay. also Streamlabs has like a web page version. If you're using OBS or XSplit, you can use the Streamlabs website and do the alerts through that. Oh, okay. Are they considered like plugins or something that you would go through OBS or does it like, is it a separate program that broadcasts um, through OPS while putting a template over it? It's. I'm not sure what is classified as. So, like, if you go to the website, you get um, like an H, like you get a link that you would put as a browser plugin. Oh. Okay. Um, but if you stream through Streamlabs OBS, it's all built in there, so you don't okay. have to do any of that. Is that a free program, or is that a, you pay for Streamlabs? It's free. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like OBS and OBS and Streamlabs OBS are both free. XSplit is. Um, it's you can stream for free, but if you want to stream HD, you have to pay for it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I've been using like OBS like since I first got my computer like almost three years ago now, mm. and uh, that's what I've been kind of just sticking to. So I think I hear of like something else with the word OBS in, and I'm like, is that a separate program or is that something I just like? Add it's to? it's yeah. separate, but it's basically OBS with the Streamlabs built in okay um it runs very similar and um you can actually import all your scenes from obs to to it it's called it's um people mostly call it slobs because it's streamlabs obs so they call it slobs um so you can import everything to slobs and it's really easy it's it makes everything look a lot easier i am definitely writing this down (laughs) yeah for i mean for sure i mean because I've wanted to do templates and stuff, and I've never really liked. I don't know. The, I'm sure I just don't really understand the program well, but mm-hmm. it's it seems like a lot of work to get stuff to look the way you want it to look. Yeah, through how, OBS. How? It is. Um, it definitely. I mean, it helps if you have an eye for design. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a, <laughs> but it's it's a lot of work to figure it out at first. But once you know what you're doing, it's a lot easier. Right. Mm-hmm. That eye for design is a, is a good point. <laughs> I feel yeah. like uh, it's always nice to have a good overlay, which is something I'm like I'm redoing my overlays. So um, I'm hiring a graphic designer to do them to make them cool. Like, oh, nice! Really yeah, yeah. So and you do all that through OBS as well, right? Like the overlays yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, you can do that through OBS. Mm-hmm. Is it is it possible for us Mac users like myself or anybody else listening to this podcast? Is it possible to uh, to use OBS on Mac with the Elgato? Because I can't I can't personally get it to work. I think so. I know I know Slobs doesn't. I'm pretty sure Slobs doesn't work with Mac, mm-hmm. but I think OBS does. Um, but I don't know because. I actually started streaming on a Mac. Um, when I first started streaming, I only had a Mac, and I used an Elgato, but I also only used the base Elgato software. I didn't use OBS. I might have used XSplit at that point. Um, but Yeah, that's basically where I'm at. I've been using the uh, yeah. the Game Capture HD that came with the Elgato, yeah. which you can which is actually... but limited. Yeah, no, it's, mm-hmm. it's hard for me to... I have a hard time getting, like, a, the doing like a camera at the same time with it mm. or like making any sort of like overlay or whatever. It's like very, yeah. very basic. Yeah. And uh, yeah. yeah. And I've experienced audio issues with it on the PC and that may just be my version or mm. it's incompatibility with my particular setup. But like I, I did not like the stock software that came with my Elgato. And so I was already using OBS through my analog like capture that I had, just the one that I was using to do like SNES and all that, you know, through the, 
mm-hmm. the standard component cables. But um, once I got OBS, once I got my Elgato installed, I was surprised to find out. Oh, I should just should have just kept using that software I was already using, and it, it eliminated all the like audio issues I had. But I did actually what the software Trey's using. I did find it easier to to set up like a uh, an overlay yeah. of that than yeah, OBS. The Elgato software is very like plug and go, mm-hmm. um, but it's also very very limited. OBS and Slavs you can customize a lot yeah. and pretty much make it do whatever you want it to do. But with really all that nice. customization comes like less user friendliness. Mm-hmm. It, it would seem. Yeah. I mean, you can still do it. You can still do basic stuff if you don't want to um, like delve into more of it. But yeah. If you want to do the more, if you don't want to do the more complicated stuff, it will definitely it's it's a learning curve. But mm-hmm. but do you? I feel... can do stuff in post, all right. But yeah, mm-hmm. as far as the streaming goes, not had much luck with that so far. But I mean, you probably feel like uh, do you feel like uh, all that extra bells and whistles stuff like really helps you get people to watch your stream or to stay on your stream? Like that's what I always wonder about because for what I do is I basically just stream the game and then I talk mm-hmm. over it. But I wonder if people are looking for, you know, for the extra like overlay or like for the camera or I don't know. Do you think that really affects like how much viewership you get, like how much pizzazz you put into it? Probably, right? I would say yes, but it also depends on what kind of viewers you're trying to attract. Mm. Um, if people are there just for the gameplay, you're an amazing speedrunner. Nobody's like people aren't going to care what overlay you have as long sure. as it's watchable mm-hmm. uh but like i'm very community oriented i like to talk to my viewers i like to um welcome them in so like the follower alerts are really helpful and um like having a nice overlay that they like to look at is um something that they really enjoy mm-hmm. so i'm not an amazing speedrunner. <laughs> they're not coming to my channel for that mm-hmm. um they're coming for chill times with Animal Crossing and The Sims. Sure. Do you uh, do you like promote um, when you're when you're streaming? Like, do you promote it on Twitter or like uh, Facebook or how how do you get how do you get people to come to your stream? Like ones that aren't don't already know about it or like let's say before you have a schedule or whatever. Like, how did you originally get people to watch it? Aside from um, like the Splatoon people. Yeah. Well, when I first started I didn't have a schedule and I didn't do any of this correctly so I didn't really do any um aside from like when I streamed Splatoon I was in a team and we our team had a discord server and I would post in there Mm. pretty much um but other than that I didn't promote it a lot occasionally I would post on Twitter but for the most part I didn't do I didn't do a lot of promotion but now that like I mean, and you don't have to have a schedule to do this, but now that I know I have a schedule and I know how to promote my my stream, I post on Twitter, I post on Tumblr, I post on Instagram if I remember that it exists, which I normally don't. <laughs> um, and then I have a bunch of Discord servers to post in. Oh, okay. um, and these are like servers with friends, not just I'm not just randomly posting in servers, but mm-hmm. like I have a list of like my friend servers, community like stream servers that some of their some of them already have bots automatically posting my link, but some of them don't. So I go in and post there. Okay. So I mean is it like is it like a chat room? Like I'm 
I, the, I, the only thing I know about Discord is like Jeremy and I like used it for a second, like for the thinking about maybe using it for the podcast. But I get I like I follow I try to follow a lot of people through Twitter, like mm-hmm. that are streamers or whatever. And I kind of sort of got roped into the Twitch kittens uh, Discord or whatever, but I've never never actually gone to it or used anything of it because I don't understand anything about Discord. Discord has a learning curve, but once you figure it out, like you'll want to use it, honestly. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm it, saying. Like, is it is it like a chat or do you actually like talk to people like like this, um, like Skype, like that type of thing? That's that's what I always think of because that's what we used it for. Like, to, it's both as a. It's yeah, it's both. So you have like all these different servers. Like, say you're in five servers. Each server has its own community or like its own members and there can be like a bunch of people in there there can be a thousand members in the server or there can be five it doesn't matter Mm -hmm. but um each community like each server has its own member list and then in the server there's different channels that you like and this is fully customizable you can have channels about whatever you want um well whatever the server owner wants really and um so there's like I'm in a lot of streamer servers because, first of all, if you are sub to someone on Twitch and your Discord and Twitch accounts are linked and you're in their server, you can use their emotes on Discord, which okay. I really enjoy. Um, but I'm a lot. I'm in a lot of ser- streamer servers, so a lot of like the typical channels are. There's an announcement channel that announces when their stream goes live. There's a general chat channel. There's like there's usually a channel where we post pictures of our cats. Um, nice <laughs> stuff like that. Um, and then I there's also voice chat channels. So oh, okay. you can um, there's text channels and there's voice chat channels. So you can go in and play a game with people on over voice chat. Mm. Um, but it's it can be really unorganized but i've never been in a server that just like had everything all together so it's really nice for like organizing different conversations but it's it's nice because i can be in all these different servers and i can just be like i want to talk to these people mm-hmm. and, and there it is like, so i imagine if you were like a mod for a channel you'd be like mm-hmm. part of the mod server so you would see a notification on the left to let you know hey someone commented in that particular um room even if you're not in that room you can go to that room and see it well yeah so discord like the different channels you can set different permissions so i am i am a mod for a partnered streamer uh, frank the pegasus and so we have like all our general chats and all our theme chats and then we have two separate mod mod only channels so one is just like it's literally called mod log where we type like if we had to talk with someone or like had to time someone out time someone out or ban them mm. and then the other is just like where we keep updated with like everything that's going on with the stream like the behind the scenes stuff mm. um so you can set these different permissions so you don't have to have a completely different server for the mods mm. you can just have a channel that only the mods can see oh, okay I always figured the mods would just be like sitting on their computer or their phone or whatever and just watching the whole stream and just being ready to comment at whatever well, we, jackass yeah. says whatever or be remember or be ready to ban them or whatever you need to do for that. I yeah, guess. we do. But we also like to 
talk about why. Yeah. So yeah. Discord is good for that. Oh, so you can talk like behind the scenes also and be like, well, what yeah. about this jerk? Yeah. Like, or before you bait someone, you or might this this guy? have a yeah. conversation about it with several people first. Like, sure. yeah. should we do that? Yeah, yeah well, I agree. Should... That should happen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> how how did you uh, come about uh, being a moderator? Like, how did you, how did you get into that with for Frank the Pegasus? I just really clicked with her community, and I started hanging out in her streams in I don't know May or June. Um, Misha, the person I mentioned earlier, did a co-op stream with her, mm-hmm. and so I found her through that. And then um, one of my other friends was like, "Hey, you, you and your streams and your community, your stream community, really remind me of Frank, and you should probably hang out there and like pick up some tips and stuff." So I started hanging out, and just one day, Frank was like you are what we like to see in the community in our community members. And we really trust your judgment. Would you like to be a mod? So I've been a mod since, Mm. but so you were personally invited. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty damn. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't like apply for it or whatever that you just got invited. No, a lot of, um, a lot of streamers just tend to approach people that they trust to be mods. That's cool though. I mean, I'm just saying that's, Mm -hmm. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, it, it's a really big compliment because I really respect her and her stream and her community. So I was just like blown away that she thought of me. <laughs> but mm-hmm. oh yeah, and I'm sure that really helps you as well. Like right to get more people to see your stuff. Like when you're moderating on a, a partner's yeah. channel, and whatnot. I mean, I didn't. <laughs> did not become mod with that in mind at all. But it definitely. No, no, but like, I, yeah, it helps. Right it, in the long yeah, run. it doesn't hurt. Yeah. Um, like people, I mean, people in the community know me, but now they're like, they go, they get directed to my stream sometimes. And I'm just sure. like, okay. Does that <laughs> like yeah. I did? I did a big. I actually did my first charity stream this past weekend, and nice. I was very, very nervous about it. It was my first one, and Frank actually does a ton of charity streams and charity work throughout the year, so I was going to her with all these questions and, like, asking for advice and everything, and then on Saturday was the charity stream, and she rated me, which means when she ended her stream, she sent all her viewers over to me. Yeah. And um, suddenly I had 200 people in my chat. Nice. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I'm sure that's that was kind of overwhelming, so though, right? It was a little, a little overwhelming, but um, it was for a good cause, and I wait well past my goal of a hundred dollars and raised three hundred and sixty dollars. Nice. Oh my gosh, that's so, awesome! Did you yeah. have a did you have a moderator yeah, on were, there? You were talking that? to us about this. Last mm-hmm. Did yeah, you, your charity. You had moderators, right, for the to help yes. wrangle those two hundred people. Yeah. Yes. Damn, that's awesome. If you yeah. Uh, yeah. What, what have... charity did you raise for? So it's actually, um, well, I raised it for Lurie Children's Hospital, which is in Chicago. Um, but it was, uh, it was through an organization called Extra Life, um, which does one big fundraiser every year. It's called Game Day, which was this past Saturday, where a ton of streamers just like do stream marathons and fundraise with a team or by themselves and uh, raise money for their local children's hospital. Mm. So I did it with part of a team. Our overall team goal was a thousand dollars and we hit, I want to say 1050, I think was our final total. Okay. I haven't looked. Holy crap. Nice. That is way more than your goal. It was. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. 
So it was it was good, but like it was very nerve wracking leading up to it because I hadn't done I hadn't done it before. Um, right. And it was my first one, and I'm already signed up for my next one in February. So nice, yeah. <laughs> Badass. Yeah, I'd always uh, I always hear about people doing that and like people saying like, oh, you know, you should do uh, saying like you as in like the whoever you know should do it, and I'm like, I'm like I don't think I could do it because nobody really watches my stream, you know. So <laughs> it's like, uh, it's I guess you need to try to get, but if you have a have a raid or whatever that helps, but. But I mean, that's yeah. that's amazing. Like, I'm glad I'm glad that worked out for you, and I'm glad you're doing. Yeah, that, I mean, you know? extra life is like a big thing. So if you're doing a charity stream, like if it's your first one, definitely. First of all, I teamed up with other people. Yeah. Um, and second, it was a big event that we were just taking part of. Mm-hmm. So that made it a lot easier because I didn't have to figure out much stuff on my own. So. Um, so would people like look for your stream like out of knowing about Extra Life? Like would it be kind of like easier discover to discover in that way? Like if they were already knowing that like charity streams were going on at the time, does it make it easier to find? Maybe it's hard to tell because there are so many Extra Life streams going on at the t- like at all at the same time. Mm. Um, I did get like retweeted by Extra Life Chicago a couple times mm. about my stream. Um, mm. And then Twitch has has a specific extra life tag that you can put on your streams, so that people can just look for oh, extra okay. life yeah, streams. Yeah, yeah. Nice, which is really useful. Yeah, it's it's weird because uh, yeah, I'm always like trying to figure out ways to get people to discover like whatever you're doing, and for stuff like that, because what I felt like kind of works for me, I guess, in the stream world is uh like playing older games and putting like retro as the tag for it. Like more people mm-hmm. seem to be able to find it versus saying like what the actual game is, because you know, people might not give a shit about Pokemon Gale of darkness or even know what it is, you know? So they may not be searching for that particularly, but if you put yeah, retro well, down, that makes Twitch it browser. has I guess. like categories. Mm-hmm. They used to have, um, you used to be able to stream to communities. They took away communities, but they now have categories mm-hmm. that you can set so you can set um, the game that you're playing, but then you can add up to 15 tags, I think. Yeah. I think it's 15. But And they have all these different categories that you can add. You can tag it as retro. You can tag it as a speed run. You can tag it as mm-hmm. um, like educational or single player or MMO or whatever. So it's and then you and then whoever's looking for those streams can filter. Mm. those tags sure and that's why like that's how it's really good to just tag everything mm-hmm. um just so people can find it that way because they might not be lurk- looking for the specific game but they might be looking for a retro single player um like platformer sure yeah so yeah Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, and I just I just kind of got into that a little bit like the past couple nights, like trying to add stuff. But I was having I don't know I was having a hard time finding like I was like, can I just put like RPG on here? And it was like, no. I was like trying to I don't know. It was difficult to figure mm-hmm. out what the tags were. They were kind of bizarre. Like I think I put like voice acting on there or something because it had voices in the game because I couldn't <laughs> you know. Yeah, weird. and the tag system is new. It just rolled out the beginning of October, I think. Mm-hmm. I want to say either September or October. Yeah, I got so they're going to be adding it. more tags to it. Okay. Um, but right now, there's a lot of speedrunning category tags and mm-hmm. not a lot of other stuff. There's a lot of speedrunning categories, and there's a lot of like, um, 
like creative categories for the creative uh, streamers, mm. like people who do art and stuff. There's a lot of categories for that, but not much for anything else. Yeah, like there's no there's no simulation tag. So I can't stream under that. Yeah, that's, see, that's mostly what I see. That's streamed. weird. Who yeah, they, yeah, see, I figured. They chose to appeal to first. They were like, yeah. the most artistic of the IRLs and the. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was really weird. Yeah. Like, I was trying to, like, I was trying to do the same thing. I'm like, can't you, like, put a genre in there? Like, I mean, I feel like you should be able to look for, like, indies or you should be able to look for, like, RPGs or, like, simulation mm-hmm. games or, like, whatever. And I couldn't find – and all I could find was, like, toenail painting and, like, other, like, weird shit in there that I wouldn't even <laughs> – that I've, like, never seen before in Twitch. But Specific they were already in there, shit. you know. Maybe no, not weird shit. No, really. Specific. One of them was, Twitter, like – yeah. See, I said Twitter. Twitch is very specific. So is Twitter. But Twitch is very specific. That's yeah. one thing about it that's – like you were just saying, Fuchsia, that, like, they might be looking for one player – adventure type game like maybe mm-hmm. people are just searching for the category and yeah and it's nice because you can search for multiple tags mm. so you uh-huh. can filter um and narrow down what you're looking for but it definitely needs more tags added and there's still like they're taking feedback on what tags they want added they have definitely said that they're adding more tags so it's just a matter of like getting the tags that are relevant to me mm. yeah <laughs> Uh, what I mean, what what sort of advice would you give like somebody who's just starting streaming, like and and want to try to get people to look at their shit? Like, what would you say? Like, I don't know, like like maybe like a basic stepping, like say like, oh, you know, you got to do this, you got to do this. Like, what would you tell somebody that's never streamed before, that like wants um, to try to to try to do it? Okay, so there are a number of videos that I always refer people to a number of YouTube channels that I refer people to because there's one that's like how to talk to an audience that of zero people, like that's going to happen when you first start out, like get comfortable talking to yourself when you're playing. Mm -hmm. And then when you actually get viewers, it will be a lot more natural. Yeah. Um, and also one of the best tips for like people just starting out that I heard from actually a stream coach. Her name is Ashney Christ. Um, She said, not many people are going to watch a stream with zero viewers, Mm. like just browsing the category. People aren't going to watch a stream with zero viewers. Don't get discouraged about that. Um, Try to bring people in on your own. Even if you send your Twitch link to five of your friends and just be like, hey, can you put this on in the background? And you don't even have to talk in chat. Just mm-hmm. count as a viewer and that will get people in. Like, it's it's a trick because people won't watch a stream with zero viewers. I do it sometimes um, just because I do like to <laughs> find new streamers, but not many people will. I, I kind of, I do it out of, out of like a, you know, like I feel you, man. Like that type of thing. Where I'll watch it because I, I know I know the feeling mm-hmm. of nobody watching, yeah. and I'm like, well, and, nobody's and watching. It's, and I'll, it I'll is pop really in, hard know? to stream to yeah. nobody talking to talking to you in chat. Mm-hmm. Um, thankfully, it doesn't happen to me that much anymore. Mm-hmm. But it was something I dealt with for a really long time. And once I watched this video about like how to talk to nobody, I was like, oh, okay, well. I'll practice that, and I practiced that and got better at that. And now talking to when the chat is quiet, because sometimes there's people there, but they're 
lurking they're doing sure. work uh-huh. or they're yeah. making dinner or something yeah. i mean i i yeah, watch students all the time when i'm at work i have them on in the background doesn't mean i can always talk mm-hmm. but, um but like i can just keep the conversation going i've gotten really good at talking to nobody mm. <laughs> that's um, great i feel like that <laughs> is useful skill and it's got to be a useful skill in any sort of like acting or like podcasting or like it's got to be good for lots of sure. things besides twitch streaming I, I, think I always wonder how sportscasters can do it. Like, I have no idea how you can just talk for a whole two-hour basketball game about yeah. every little thing that's going on. Um, just stream of mind without any sort of, like, filtering yourself. These guys are just, like, talking, talking, talking for two hours. It's a and lot of practice. Mm-hmm. A lot of, it's, it's <laughs> like anything else, I guess. It's just Surely there's practice. some expertise involved. Some, you got to just like sing to yourself. That's what Jeremy does sometimes. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I have to sing to myself. Yeah, <laughs> I always, I always thought you were pretty good at the at the talking to yourself thing, Jeremy. Like, oh, I'm fantastic at it. <laughs> I, ever since I was a kid, I've been like making fake radio shows and stuff. So. Well, sure. Well, me too. That's what like, leads to podcasting, to right? Fake radio shows. <laughs> I used to do that with my tiny boombox when I was a kid. Mm. Made my own fake I did that show. the same thing. Wow, we all did the same thing. Yeah, I had yeah. a little red. <laughs> I love I love the voice. Sound of my own voice. <laughs> yeah. Well, I never really liked the sound of my own voice, but I did like making radio shows. I've grown to love my, yeah. I've I still have, I have a cassette tape of myself at three years old making a little radio show on my little red uh, recorder. Mm. So, Amazing, yeah. man. Get that online. After like 200-some episodes of podcasting, I've gotten used to my voice. What I mean, Yeah, that was it. Like when <laughs> I started editing videos for YouTube, I started getting used to my voice. You have to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For sure, choice. yeah. It has to be in there. What well, I mean, what would you so like I mean, you're saying like uh, you know, talk talk like nobody's there, but mm-hmm. but how do you get like what what's a good strategy to try to like to get people to get in? people to look at it? Like is there a certain thing like I like the way I, the way I've been kind of looking at it, like I was saying, is like trying to find like a bigger net, I guess. Mm-hmm. Or like trying to figure out like what people are into, like what's what's some good strategy to tell people about that, like this, like to get people to look at it or to like give a shit or whatever. I know. You know? Um, networking is huge. Find communities that are the same type of community you want, the same type of stream that you want, and become friends with those people because not to like steal those people from that community, but when you become friends with them, they want to support you. And it's just like you also pick up how to improve your stream from watching those streams also. So it's really it's really beneficial to hang out in a few streams that you want to kind of emulate and sure. get to know those people, get to pick up what the streamer is doing and um, just don't. There's there's good networking and there's bad networking. There are people who will go into a stream, never haven't been there before, and be like, "Hey, here's my link. Come watch me instead." Yeah, right. And they I, get and they get yeah. banned <laughs> like immediately. I hear that people do um, that. Like, I don't, don't under- do I don't understand like, like why you would. Yeah, I like, mean, I haven't seen it. Have but, like yeah. no self promotion rules. Um, be, it's like it's like the guy that comes into the bar that you work at and tells everybody to go to a different bar. Like that's actually happened to me being a bartender. <laughs> That's happened to me. Like where it's like somebody comes in and like takes everybody out of your bar to a different bar. It's like that's not cool, dude. You're supposed to come hang out with us, you know. Like don't steal the crowd. But yeah, yeah it's and weird. the people are, who are doing that don't aren't thinking that like 
that is an established stream community who all know that streamer and don't know you and mm. nobody's going to follow you. Yeah, um, right. But if you go like if you do like good networking where you get to know people and become a part of their community, you can kind of like grow your community from theirs. Mm. And it's good to do that with a few different communities just so you're not like all taken from the same pool. Yeah. But um, that's definitely really helpful. Like good networking. I don't know. I'm really good at networking. I don't know why, because I hate talking to groups of people, but I'm really good at networking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. I mean, but ultimately you become part of the network and if sure. you're doing it right and mm-hmm. you provide a benefit to other people, ultimately if you're merging if you're bringing in new fans and you're bringing fans from different communities into the community you're in, I could see that being like a, once again, organic. I, I hate to keep using that word, but mm. you yeah. would be part, you would be part of an expanding community in that regard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I feel like, uh, I mean, most, I don't, I don't really, yeah, I don't really have any communities, I guess, aside from people that I know, like, like mm-hmm. I just figured out how to like auto host people, you know? So now I have it set to where like, you know, if like if Fuchsia or like Jeremy or Kate or Janet or like any of my friends that have been on the show, if they have if they stream anything, it'll, I'll automatically host them now. I just figured that out. Which oh, I, really? Which I don't know if that helps, but uh, I finally figured. I'll have to it, talk to you about that because I'd like to do the same. Yeah, it's in. Um, yeah, you can just like put just yeah. It's a, I I just figured it out. You have to do it through the website, but yeah, you can go and make a list of people. And actually, the other day, I think like a couple days ago, like I auto hosted what you were doing. Fuchsia, the the Sims thing, but I, I set it up to do that. I don't know if it helps or not, but I like to try to do what I can, like when I'm not, you know, even if I'm mm-hmm. not watching, you know, that type of thing. So yeah, I, and that's another thing, like auto hosting, hosting and rating. If you're done streaming, like if you're done with your stream, you can either host or raid another channel, mm-hmm. and they're slightly different things, but basically, like you're showing your viewers another channel um but it's good to that's a good way to network because you're sending your viewers to that Mm. channel to support that channel yeah yeah and a lot of people will take note of that and maybe go check you out Mm -hmm. um especially if you do it like more than once Mm -hmm. um i've actually like i've become friends with streamers just because i tend to raid them a lot when i'm done Mm -hmm. um so like they send their community to me i send my community to them and it's of course yeah it's uh goes back and forth right yeah Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah, so much deeper than i ever thought i mean (laughs) i knew it was deep but there's a lot to it honestly yeah Yeah. i mean you're like because i've watched a lot of twitch Mm -hmm. you know yeah i just haven't really like gathered much knowledge over there yeah no, that's why I thought it's, it was, it's what, not stuff you pick up on unless you're thinking about mm-hmm. being and like being a streamer who wants to grow their stream. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I that, didn't I didn't think about it for years. Uh, that's why I thought it'd be great to have you on the show because I'd, we never really get to talk about stuff like this. With our, mm-hmm. We haven't with our guests. Uh, and we've talked like and I mean we've talked like the other side like journalism and stuff like that, but not necessarily the twitching. The, the, the yeah. twitch the twitch side of it and and you know more than probably any of our other you know people that i've talked to so it's it's definitely cool to hear and i'm sure it can like go on for hours but uh but we're almost at like two hours so i'm probably gonna have to cut the cut the episode here or you know found an end spot here but is there anything else that you want to say to like uh 
starting uh, streamers and all that aside from uh, the community and uh, all we've been talking about? Um, the only, like, the thing I always tell people who are interested in streaming is start with what you have. Don't go out and spend $2,000 mm. on a state-of-the-art PC and webcam, like, fancy webcam and blue Yeti mic and all this stuff. Don't do that. Maybe a, maybe a couple hundred dollars for, like, a capture card. Um, but start with what you have because streaming looks fun but it's not for everyone. Mm -hmm. And even if you don't want to be serious about it, even if you want to be casual about it, it's still not for everyone. It can be stressful. It can be not what you're expecting. Mm -hmm. So definitely like take baby steps to start out. Um, Just so, you know, before you dedicate thousands of dollars that this is what you want to do. Mm -hmm. Well, it's also like a lot of people don't have thousands of dollars to put into it. So it's kind of just like, Kind of, kind of do with, kind of do what you can with what you have. So, but yeah, yeah you know. exactly. Yeah, like I built my PC, but I built, like, I bought a part here, a part there, and I slowly, like, bought pieces for it. And then I, once that was built, I bought like peripheral stuff. Like, I bought a nicer webcam. I only just two months ago bought an actual nice microphone. Hmm. Um, so it's definitely something like you build up as you go along. Oh, sure. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Do what you can and uh, Mm -hmm. put as, you know, put as much into what you have and then if it works out, add more to it. Yeah. That, that type of thing. And, uh, for me, I, I I feel like I have a hard time trying to get people to look at stuff that I want to play. I can't get anybody to watch ease eight. Like, come on guys. What's, what's up with you guys? Gotta watch that. It's a great game. No, uh, it's, very niche. <laughs> it's, it's super niche, but it's hard to get in there. No, I, uh, yeah, no, I definitely love talking to you about the, about all this stuff. I mean, it's, it's, it's whole, it's this whole other thing. Like streaming is like as each different side of, uh, of the video game, uh, aspect, uh, I don't know the the horizon of different things, you know. And we didn't even really scratch like the social aspects of it, like yeah, like I said, we it, kind of talked about last week a little bit, but yeah, like I said, man, it could, that's it a could whole go, other ball game. It could have go, to have me yeah. on for a third episode. Oh, for sure, yeah, no, definitely. Um, like I said, if you ever, if you have a, or you know, like February when you want to promote, if you want to promote like the uh, the next charity thing or something like that, you know, definitely come back again and we could talk about mm-hmm. it. But uh, yeah, there's like so much. I mean, we could go on for hours, you know, on this, but. Uh, I feel like we'll probably have to put a pin in it here, but uh, but thank thanks very much for coming on and talking about all this and uh, and what's yeah, uh, thanks, Fisha. Where uh, yeah. yes, why don't you let why don't you let the listeners know like where they can find you on if they, um, if they you don't you can find me know. pretty much everywhere as Fuchsia Rascal. So that's Twitch, Twitter. Um, you can search on YouTube for Fuchsia Rascal, but my actual YouTube URL is Fuchsia Plays. Okay. Um, Instagram is also Fuchsia Rascal, pretty much everywhere. Yeah. Um, also, like if you just go to my Twitter, I have a brand new banner that I just got today mm. that has all my information also. Okay, cool. Cool. Yeah, def- definitely check that out. And I'll, I'll put a link to it on the in the uh, description of the episode as well. So you, mm. so you can easily find that. For sure. Mm-hmm. And when is what's like when's your next stream? Is it a what's the reg do you do you do it after work or like in a Oh yeah, evening? you asked me if I had a schedule and I never actually said what yeah. it was. <laughs> um I stream Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Um I don't stream Monday and Wednesday basically. Mm-hmm. Um 
And every night at eight o'clock central, aside from Thursday, okay. Thursday, I start at nine because I have the video game group at work until until then. So, OK, so I start late on on Thursday, but every other night is at eight. OK, and uh, you can probably find that on your Twitter and all that, right? Yeah, so. I have it. I have like my I do a monthly schedule of what I'm playing when and that's pinned on my Twitter. So. Nice, cool. cool. So definitely check that out. Um, like I said, I'll I'll put it I'll put it in the description of the episode so you can easily find it. Cool. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's been our episode one forty six. Uh, we are your hosts. I'm Trey Johnson. I'm Jeremy McCaskey. John Nitter. And you should rascal. Yeah. <laughs> and, th- and thanks again for being on the show. Yeah, and, uh, and honestly, um, if you need help with setting up OBS or Streamlabs or anything, like just send me a message because yeah oh, i got your twitter I, now so oh, yeah i um i, I, I need it yeah. through it all the time get on discord because it's easier yeah okay no, no I, <laughs> I do have Discord. I'll, I'll show you the ropes of discord sure no i i don't i just don't i just don't know anything about all this stuff i mean i'm i come i come from the time where i just play the game but i but i like the idea of possibly having the virtual couch where i can just play a game and people might talk to me about it which i've had some okay streams i mean I think like the first stream I did was like Skies of Arcadia, and a lot of people really like that game. So I think that's where most of my followers came from was was the was me streaming all of, all of that. But it's mm-hmm. I don't know, it's weird getting people. We've oh, gained some followers since uh, we hit a hundred on YouTube. We're over a hundred now. Yeah, for sure. I actually thought about streaming on YouTube too because some of our because my friends you get some YouTube. you get some views but it doesn't is it do don't stream on youtube don't oh streaming on youtube is a mess um, i mean i, I have some friends yeah. who stream on youtube it's first of all it's a lot of children um uh-huh. and it's uh-huh. like very very different culture uh-huh. and it's not like it's not a lot of communities supporting each other like twitch is yeah it's, it's a, very it's very isolated yeah the first i think the first when i first got my elgato i just i just streamed on youtube like just because i didn't mm-hmm. know I didn't understand Twitch at all, so I just mm-hmm. did straight YouTube. And then I, and people at people at work at the bar that I was working at, they're like, "Oh no, you got to do Twitch. Like that's where yeah. people actually see." Streaming it. on YouTube doesn't have much room for growth. Sure, yeah. So, um, but but then like a friend of a, a friend of the show, uh, Kate, that we've had on a couple times, like she did a bunch of Twitch stuff, and now she just does YouTube. So I don't know why she mm-hmm. switched from one to the other, but I don't know. It, it depends, depends on, on like how, the how you want to do it. Like- yeah. Sometimes it's more lucrative to do streaming on YouTube. I've noticed with some mm. stuff I watch, I don't know for whatever reason, like yeah. people have different audiences. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The audiences audience. are very different. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know. I've streamed on YouTube a couple of times and I've noticed I've gotten like, if it's a relevant release, like the release just came out and you do a YouTube live right afterwards, yeah. like you'll get a shit ton of views. I don't know what good that, really does other than you just get that number under the video i used to do that i mean i used to do that for twitch a lot when i did like new switch game thursday like i did that like every week until i ran out of money pretty much and stopped doing it but i used to i used to buy a new twitch game every week and play it like but if you're topical enough but but then i kind of couldn't afford it so i stopped doing it but there were like like i did like i played like uh what was it i played like wolfenstein when it came out at like 11 o'clock and i got a lot of people watching that on twitch but But then it's hard to keep keep people there for the next thing because then you know like a lot of people watched Ease when it came out, but then it took me forever to beat it. So now when I try to play it, nobody watches it. But you know, you never know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, definitely, I I would love any sort of advice on it because I don't know anything about uh yeah about Twitch. Yeah, I can definitely help you out. Well, uh, cool. And uh, also, I'll check it out. Yeah, if you guys start a Discord, I'll hop in there too. 
And you can find us at nintendomainpodcast.com. Um, you can find my Twitch at or twitch.tv slash nintendomainpodcast or twitch.tv slash jmaxstack is where Jeremy is at. And you can find him on Twitter as well, jmaxstack, and me, nintendo underscore domain on the Twitters and uh, youtube.com slash fingmater, F-I-N-G-M-A-T-E-R. That is our thing. And I normally Twitch. I normally uh, stream like 2 a.m. to 5-ish, I guess, Central Time. That's what I normally do. And most of the time, Jeremy and I do True Fridays, where we'll have a, we'll have a couple drinks and kick back and play Splatoon or NES or something like that on there. Mm-hmm. So make sure and check that out. And by the way, all of you listeners, well, you still haven't emailed me about that free Haunted Halloween 86 what? Twitch co- or uh, Steam code. So what the fuck, man? Free game. There's like there's like on? there's like uh tens upon tens of you guys that listen to this show. And uh just you know, you want a free game, email us, Nintendo Main Podcast at GML dot com. Send us an email. We're still waiting on that. So we, we will just totally... want you to say something along the lines of, Hey, can I get that free game? Yeah, or say something about the show and or just say, Hey, can I get that free game? We'll send it to you. Hell, say something mean. Yeah, say anything. But then but also say like I want that game. Yeah. Nintendo Main Podcast. Just so at we Gmail. know you're not just like hating. Send send us a hate. send us an email. Just or slam you your fist on the keyboard. We don't care. <laughs> it just says <laughs> blah blah blah. Yeah, uh, check in. We'll we'll send that. We'll send you a free Steam game. You know, let us know. Um, yeah, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. See you.